This is the Outer Rim Job. Out of rim job. What's up, guys? We are back. Uh, episode. It doesn't say anything else. What episode is this? Twenty-one. Sure. Episode twenty-one. Uh, we're doing this through Zoom. If you guys didn't notice, so if it sounds different, that's why. Um, we are going to go to Dodona Schoolhouse today. Um, the Onager is it really the devil? <laughs> that sounds like a fucking BuzzFeed like article headline yeah. um, so, so this time dane wrote the outline so i think we have to like imitate his voice as we're going through the outline this time. Oh, okay. <laughs> well when you refused to flesh out my my uh outline i actually put in the outline that we needed to try you yours again i don't know if you noticed that i did notice that oh i'm seeing that now I, I i could try dane all right, yeah, if you guys want to go for it. Yeah, give me a second. Oh, we lost Sorry. for a second. Sorry. No, I, I got I got a I had a uh, wife pop in. All right. Um just one one of them. Just one. Just one of the many. Okay. All right, here we go. Outline. All right, I gotta I gotta get my I gotta get my chia line for this one. I gotta think for a second. Dane, say something real quick. Um, hi guys, uh, this is Dane's voice, the real thing. Um, hi guys, this is Dane's voice, the real thing. Hmm. Was that close? Um, I don't. I mean, I, I mean, I can't tell you. I, um, I, like, I don't know. I can't tell you. I, I, don't, I don't know. Am I that nasally? <laughs> oh, you're very. Nasally. Maybe I am. I don't know. <laughs> and I got. I got to elongate my. Dude, we're Michigan. We're rocking nasally. Yeah, we all have like a nasally tinge <laughs> to our uh, twang to our voices. It's a, it's more of a nasally. You got to do the a's. You got to do your a's really hard. Well, but you know, is that really <laughs> the way he sounds? The well is definitely. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know if it's that good. Oh, guys, by the way, this upgrade is amazing. Do I say that a lot? <laughs> yeah, it's always something like that. <laughs> oh, all right, all right. The onager is it really the devil? I'm starting to lose it now. But. <laughs> <laughs> and how to beat it. Uh, then we're going to head over to Mama Mothma's glory hall. Wave 11. So now I'm just being insulting. You're, you're just going down a rabbit hole with that. Yeah, I keep I'm popping in and out. Like I can hear his voice in my head, but it's not translating well through my voice. Anyway, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to burn through this. Or this is going to take forever. Uh, Mama Mothma's glory hole. We're going to do wave 11 separatists. Uh, Providence, popular builds, the prime of prime evidence. Did you just try to create a name, Dane? Yeah. Okay. I feel like so Prime doesn't have one. He needs one. He needs a build. Okay, so we're gonna call it the prime. Uh, I got this. This doesn't roll off the tongue. The prime evidence. Prime evidence. That's hard to say. I feel like it isn't. We it's gotta workshop that. Harder than aspiration. Mm, aspiration really just rolls off the tongue. It does. So does I. <laughs> But, this is, this and the eyes Dane does as well. Yeah, this one's a little awkward. We're gonna we're gonna workshop. We'll keep working this. We're gonna work on this during the episode. Um, uh, and then the recusant. We're gonna talk about patriot fist shenanigans and where separatists are at in the current uh, quote unquote meta. 
I don't know why, but I hate that word. I do too. There's something, there's like connotations with it and everything in, in, involved with it. Like, I just hate it. It's just kind yeah. of the basement nerdy. Yeah. yeah it, it feels it, too nerdy. It feels too nerdy to say it. It's yeah, like the only base the term like we kind of have that everyone just would understand what you're talking about, though. I know. I get it. I understand why it exists and like the meaning of it. I just don't like it. We need to come up with another word to use for it that's less nerdy. Oh, God, that's going to be tough. Maybe for the next episode. Yeah, we'll, we'll, work we'll that. let's do that behind the scenes. Yeah. All right. Uh, no, what am I talking? We'll, we'll, we're working on it during the episode. What do I care? All right, and then uh, we're going to go to How My Rim Taste. We're going to talk about the May the 4th tournament. It's a TTS tournament we all uh, participated in. And then here it says top four lists, our list, takeaways, no game by game. I don't even know what the top – does anybody know how that – tournament shook out is it even over with yeah it's definitely over with because I, yeah. I played in all the rounds yeah but did everybody um, finish their games i mean i assume so i would i mean i finished mine like my last one like three weeks ago i think i was one of the last ones oh really i could have swore i saw somebody posting in there earlier today saying like a game they got done or some shit i don't know oh well, maybe well Let's while see. we're doing that maybe somebody can look that yeah. up uh the dudes uh not me uh, i was up north uh, partying but these other guys, they played a gatekeeper tournament. Talk about that, apparently. Uh, and then the team tournament. We're in the team tournament. Um, we got our first round done. Uh, oh, this is another TTS tournament, by the way. It's the international team tournament or something like that, right? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah so there's like a, there's quite a few teams. There's a lot of people participating. It's pretty neat. Um, we played our first round. Uh, we're, I just set up the matchups earlier for the second round today. So uh, we're, we're right in the middle of that. How many, how many rounds are we playing of this? Do you know? I don't three rounds. It's three. It's only three. Yeah. yeah. And that's oh well. We gotta. We gotta. We got some work to do. I think yeah. we're in like third place right now or something. I got some Luke real hard tonight. I... Yeah, our poor, our sweet, sweet Luke, who I love dearly, does have to play Alpha tonight uh, in the again in the team tournament. So hopefully Alpha crushes him. Um, so. Yeah. And then we got current hold with bottom bitch. But I don't know if we're gonna get to that. Probably yeah, not. We'll one, one count it. Time probably not. Time permitting. The time won't be permitting because <laughs> Alpha's got a hard out at like ten thirty. He's got to be able to go spank Luke. So ten, ten. You even have that much time. Give me a short. Oh, I thought your game was ten thirty. No. Mm. Oh, okay. Oh. All right. On with the other. Oh. You're required to maneuver straight down this trench and skim the surface to this point. It's a small thermal exhaust port right below the main port. A small one-man fighter should be able to penetrate Princess Leah. Schoolhouse. The Anager, is it really? Do you know what? I don't care what fucking Alpha says. Zoom is not easier. No. Well, it's definitely it, it, ne it, never, it never is. This never works right. And I think I think we lost Prime too. Prime, you still there? I'm here. Oh, okay. So so Alpha dropped out. Yeah, he said he said he said he was switching his device. He said he he was cutting out too. He thought he just lost video from Bill. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, I'm still here. I'm I'm checking out oh. stuff on my I'm on my phone right now. Actually, turning the video off will probably help the audio from cutting out. Am I cutting in and out right now? Well, you no, but you were earlier. Although that might have been me. Well, if I have to, I'll just turn the audio, our video off. I, yeah. I really don't care. 
I don't either. Oh, fuck. Don't even edit this out, Prime. Just leave all this in. <laughs> that way people can just, uh, it'll just further my point that Zoom is not the way to go. <laughs> I mean, it, it isn't, but it's a lot more convenient. Sure. I 100% yeah. agree with that, but is it, I don't know that it's worth it. Yeah, that's the question. Yeah. And I, I'm telling you, I just, the content never sounds as good. No, it doesn't. So, whatever. Mr. Fucking we Zoom. We just, I feel like we should just no, go. No, fucking just go. Just fucking go. So, uh, Onager, is it really the devil? Uh, Dane, you wrote this. You start. All right. Well, um, I mean, I guess the first thing we want to go over, is it really the devil? I think the answer is no. I, I don't think, I think there are certainly, is certainly counterplay to the Onager. Mm -hmm. uh, it has weaknesses. It's not that tough of a ship. Um, you know, I, you know, there are ways to get around it. Least. And I think that's what we're going to, we're going to get into here. I, I think it gets a lot of hate um, because it's, it's different and it's difficult. It can be very difficult to deal with. Uh, yes. But I think you can say that about a ton of things. And I don't think it's necessarily worse than most things, if that makes sense. I think it does. Uh, that does make sense. Um, I think I'm on the other end of it. I think double onager is a problem. I think it's okay. a problem list. I think, I don't know about. I just lost you. Know about What's that? We lost you mid-sentence. You said, I don't know about... Goddamn fucking Zoom. <laughs> How about now? Can you hear me now? Yep. Yeah. All right. I'm just going to turn my video off and see that if that helps. Okay. All right, stop video. How's the, how's the audio now? I mean, it's good for now. Yeah. Sure. Okay. Um, all right, so the double onager list, I think it is a problem. Um, I think there are certain lists that can do well against it, but certain lists, it just like completely crushes. And like, there's almost no counterplay. A lot of that having to do with Salvo uh, not being able to be used against uh, ignition shots, um, regardless of range. Um, I don't think it's going to be, I guess, I'm not sure if it'll be as bad as what Riken Ace Holes was. But I think it could be close, especially for the perception of certain people having to play against it. Like, I think it could be, a, I think it's going to be like the boogeyman list where if you don't, yeah. if you're not, if your list cannot handle it in any way, shape or form, you're just fucked. But then you have to alter your list to be able to handle double onager, even though you might not run into it at all. And that could fuck with the efficiency of your list or what you want to do or sure. anything else, really. Yeah, um, I think you could make that same sure. argument about a lot of other lists. I mean, this isn't a very good example, but like you can make that list about squad, you know, heavy squadron builds. You have to tack against that. I um, feel like the upgrades they provided us with now make it a lot easier to deal with heavy squadron builds. Like, but but, but there's there still the point, though, is you have to change your list and maybe make it less efficient. I mean, it's exactly the same. But the, the flip side of that, which I, I think is goes against this argument, is that the Onager is one ship, not a whole phase of the game. Whereas I feel like squadrons are like, you know, they're such a big part of the game that you, I think you should have to attack against squadrons, whereas that's maybe not true with an onager. Yes, I, I agree. Like everybody knows sure. there's going to be some sort of squads there. I mean, 
right. whether it be large, medium, or small, you, you got to deal with it. Like there's no guarantee you'll face double onager lists or whatever. But if you do, and you don't have the, I think the big thing, and I can see it, I'm not saying there's no way to beat double onager. There definitely is. I think you have to be a high skill cap player to be able to deal with it. Like if you're a mid range to just decent player, like double onager is going to wipe the floor with you. Yeah. But like so I, I kind of don't even, I, uh, well, the Starhawk's easier than that. Like you can just avoid it. You can't avoid yeah. double onager. There, there's nothing you can do. Like it'll track you down. And yeah. the, just the big deal is just being able to get hit from downtown with nothing you can do about it. Yeah. I mean, you're just getting smacked from downtown. And I know we had talked before um, about thermals being good against double onager. And I actually don't think it makes a difference much at all. It'll help you on that initial shot. But then after that, especially after if it's you double lose it. onager, after you, because yeah. you've lost your brace after those two onager shots, if you're thermaling twice, then the onagers is going to have free reign blasting you the rest of the game. So they kind of don't care. Like, yeah, you're going to take less damage on the first two shots, but after that, it's going to be just fucking balls to the walls. Or if you want to save your third, or if you're running like maybe Luminaro or whatever, um, yeah. she only works if you spend one defense token. So like that's the first shot. Let's say you exhaust your brace, thermal it, drop, cut their dice in half. Okay, you've done that. But let's say they got Remote and they did a con fire. Well, they're getting like two reds back or whatever they're adding into the, the thing. Yep. Right. So like their dice pool went down, but it's not dramatic to the point where like they're doing no damage at that point. All right. So you do yeah. that. And then Luminara, uh, she, you spend the, you spend the one Luminara goes off. Uh, and then that would, would that in that same instance, allow that brace to be brought back to full. Not if you just spent it, but if in between right. those two shots, any yes. other ship in distance That's five right. or squadron spends one, then you could refresh it. Right. The smart manager player is not going to do that. They're just going to shoot that right. sa- same ship twice. And that's not that hard to do. So the second no, shot. But if you, you know, if you've got ships going speed three, it can be difficult to line up those shots. And I'm not, it's, you know, a good player with onagers is going to probably be able to do it. Um, just, but, just assume a good player can, because I'm, I'm telling you, it, it's, yeah, I don't I was, think it's that hard. See, I agree with Dane. I've played against a lot of multi-onager lists, and I think I've only managed to get the full blast, short-range onager shot um, hit one of my sh- with multiple onagers hitting the same ship more than once. I think it's only happened like once to me in a bunch of games. Like, if if you have the tools to dodge those arcs, it's it's not that hard to avoid taking the big hit every time. Yeah, you can certainly do it. I mean. I, I personally think the biggest problem with the onager is the cost of the upgrade that gives you the long range shot. Well, it's the cost of the whole chassis of the system. It's very, it's too cheap. The whole thing. Well, is too I, cheap. I, I, but I think the, I don't think the, if you take the onager without long range, you can only place that token in close. Mm-hmm. Then I think it's fine. Well, let's be, before we, we blow past what I was trying to talk about, like, like yeah. Luminara might be considered like a good plus. You're talking about dodging arcs all the time, Alpha. Like, what if you got large ships? Like, what if you're playing with large ships? That's not that easy to dodge those arcs with a large. It is with Gergerod. It is with Ingentex. You can't put an Ingentex in ISD. And I'm telling you right now, if if you could track an ISD, even with Gergerod, with Onager, it's it's not that hard. Well, it depends on who's going second or last. You know what I mean? Sure. Yes, it was because I played against... So in the gatekeeper turn, I ran double onagers. 
because that's where I'm running the team tournament. Mm-hmm. And Tristan had double ISDs, and I was able to out-deploy him. I mean, it comes down to the deployment, basically, is what it is, is what I feel it, it is. Because mm-hmm. if, if, if you can have one or both the onagers out, out, out deploying the rest of their fleet, you can set you can set it up in such a way that there's no way that they can't get away from you. Right. That's a very good point. Shot. If they out deploy you. Yeah. And they do. That's that. I mean, that's the point of these lists too. That are yeah. optimal double onager lists. They got a lot of deployments on them. Like yeah. They're gonna they're gonna get to that point. Or, anyways. So let's say Luminara. Let me get this thought out. So you do that. You shoot thermals. You get you get smacked a little bit. Second onager goes, shoots that Luminara ship, whatever one you focused on the first time. Okay, so let's say you only spent a redirect for whatever reason. The thing rolls like nine damage. So if you choose not to thermal, because once you thermal, you've lost your brace and it's gone for the game. So let's say you're trying to get some longevity, right? So you're like, fuck it, I'm going to hold on to my brace and see what happens. So you go, they get like an accuracy and nine damage, which is like that that's a possibility with a single onager shot if they didn't thermals beforehand so they spend their accuracy on your red brace and then you can spend the one redirect if you want but you just sucked up like nine damage or they say fuck it they accuracy something else force you to spend your brace and then your brace is gone for the rest of the game and those two onagers are just hammering that venator that venator is not getting out of turn two if the if the onager got off those first shots in the first round if it does it's going to die start of turn three. The thing is, for it to be able to get close range dice, that's mm-hmm. not happening in round one. It certainly can happen in round two um, yeah. if you go fast. But if you go mm-hmm. fast, then by by round three, if you're going speed three, now it is easy to dodge those arcs because you're going to be right in their face. They so don't, you're going to get the, out of one of them. You, you might. Yeah. The thing is, the the double onagers don't need that much. They really only need two full rounds to blast you. They'll get two full rounds. I think I don't think they will. Not not at close range. Yeah, I don't agree with I that think at they'll all. They'll get one full round probably, and then maybe one other shot, not round. You don't you don't think a, a double onager list in the first and second rounds they'll both get their shots on a single oh, they'll target both get shots in the first and second rounds, but the first rounds, well, the first round, they're not going to, you know, only one can even shoot, right. Cause you can't put an ignition yes. token down. they only one could possibly ever do it. That shots yeah. at long range. Um, unless you're severely out activated to the point where you can't use pass tokens, mm-hmm. you're probably going to be able to move your important ship that they're trying to focus on after one of their onagers goes. So I've, I've never seen a ship eat black onager dice on turn one. That, that, that no, just doesn't happen. Dice. No. But I'm talking about in round two. For turn two, for turn two though, You're yeah. Probably turn two. Turn two, sure. But even in turn two, I don't think you're going to eat two sets of black onager dice. Right, you're going to eat one. Yeah. You can. And that's the one you thermal. If you're trying, yep. to, if you're trying to speed up and, and avoid the shot, you you're gonna eat. You can eat too. You can. You might, but you, you know, unless the your player fucked up. This this is such an abstract discussion. It it's, really it's, is. But like, but like, I'm just saying. In in my experience, like, I, I don't know. I've just never seen the the black the two black dice onager shots hit in the same round. When yeah, I've been I mean, playing, it certainly does happen. 
but like I'm sure it does, but it's it's not I, trivial I to pull it off. Totally unavoidable. This is this isn't in a vacuum as well. It's not just the onagers shooting you. They have the rest of their list that does stuff as well. Sure. So these onagers are just softening you up or beating the shit out of you. So whatever's left of you going into turn three, maybe four, the rest of their list is going to mop up. So I'm not talking about how double onager is like, that's the only thing shooting. Like, well, sure. I, I know. They're so I cheap. The, the thing is, they're so cheap. The rest of their list, like they got a ton of shit in the rest of the list. And I think that's part of the problem too, is the cheapness of the chassis. I agree. And the I, I minimal the upgrades you need to put on. You really hardly put, need to put any upgrades on these things to make them work. Yeah. But then they're very dice dependent, dice luck dependent, which. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah, that happens. And sometimes they'll roll cold. That, that'll happen. But more times than not, they're going to roll average to hot. You're right. And that's really all they need to make that yeah, work. Yeah, average is enough for them. I agree. Veteran gunners is usually enough to ensure the average roll. Yeah, veteran gunners at least gets you to average, if not hot. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll and there's going to be an accurate. There's, there's going to be an accuracy in there somewhere. So like, pl plan on that. A lot of times, an accuracy shows up because a lot of times, uh, some of these guys, people are starting to put sensor teams on these. Yeah, if you sensor teams, then there'll be an accuracy for sure. And they, to get their accuracy, which arguably might be the most important die roll that they have in there. It's like the like accuracy. I know who was it? Like somebody was complaining about the nature of accuracy, but like accuracy is still a huge deal in this game, especially oh, yeah. if you don't have ECM because a lot of people mm -hmm. don't like take ECM anymore. Which is awesome, by the way. Yeah, ECM I still like. works really good. It just yeah. it costs something now, but it still works. Yeah. It's not like oh, it's still excellent. You're yeah, still like, going to use it as much as you would have used it before, anyways. You're going to use it twice, more than likely. Yeah, you're just not going to get one shield back. Yeah. from that token exactly yes that's that's the the you know you got to pay for it now it's not completely free that's all there is to it but it's so. a cheap price i mean all right so what? now i've said i said my piece on it you guys said your piece on what you think because and by the way double onager is the big bugaboo if people aren't aware right now like there's no like single onager list that people are like oh fuck no it's like this it's like this double onager list it's either double onager with like a bunch of other ships or double onager with like a, a really good squad ball. Um, yeah. This is the thing. And they generally have like four to five activations or something like that. And that's not that many where like you, you like a lot of lists also have four to five activations. Oh, sure. So like, yeah. Yep. That's where I think you can use your activations and stuff to only take one black dice shot on your approach. Um, I mean, I'm not saying it's easy. It's not. But it's mm -hmm. possible. Um, I don't know. I mean, I, I do agree with you that the onager is a little under-costed. And I actually think the problem is with the upgrade, not with the um, not with the chassis. Because I think the chassis is fine. I think the, that upgrade, it's only five points. Is it composite, laser, turret, something? You know what I'm right. talking about? Uh, yeah, I, I don't remember what it The long-range one. The long-range one that everyone gets. Yeah. That upgrade is five points, and it should be like fifty, at least. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I so like I'm up, easily. Yeah, yeah, I'm on the same page as Dane. I don't think there's anything fundamentally busted about the chassis. Uh, I just think it's a cost issue. And then circling back to something Bill said a minute ago about how this is the big bugaboo or whatever. 
like that that may be the case but you still don't see a ton of them and, and obviously there haven't been a ton of high profile events but there have been vassal events there have been tps events and mm -hmm. there, there still have not been many multi-onager lists showing up in them. You can talk about why that's the case. Maybe it's because Wave 11 is new. Maybe it's because people are just sick of it. But whatever the case may be, this, this isn't like the ubiquitous thing that Reich and Aces for, was for a long time. Yeah, for sure. sure. Various reasons people are using different things. So, yeah, well, I think there's, I think all the onager lists have major weaknesses, like hard counters, sort of. Like I, I think you know if you go the squadron variant, then I think MSU is can be pretty dangerous to it. Um, if you go the other variant, then I think squadrons are pretty, especially unless as long as they're reasonably fast. Um, I think all fighters follow me is a really good counter counter. Like if you have speed three fighters and you can one round dump it, you let them go speed four, then they can get there on round two, and you can start hammering away. And they they don't last that long. Yeah, yeah, I, I think um, like like onagers really want one big target that just kind of sets up across the table and comes at them so they can just wallop on it. So like I think that um, upgrades that give you some maneuverability control, like like I said, Jerjerod's great. I've used a lot of Jerjerod against onagers, and he gets you out of that arc or most of the time, or or he helps you control reduce yeah. the damage or Mon Mothma. Uh, yeah, you know because you know he. The small ships can dump a dump a redirect even once they're in long range to cancel two dice. They can cancel two just by spending it at long. Um, I mean, I think the, the best counter to, to onagers is the base. Um, you know, Nita on your ISD is probably a good idea if you're worried about onagers. It costs two points. Yep, and you weren't using that yeah. contain anyway a lot. <laughs> right, although unless you, unless you want to swap it for your local fire control. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Something else that I really like is um, engine techs against onagers because not only do they help you dodge the arc with the extra speed, but being able to essentially change your speed by two, two, uh, two speed every turn, that really helps you range control from that ignition token. It does. So you can slow down real fast, or you can speed up to to get out of black range or whatever. It, it's a it's a handy upgrade to use when you're up against the onager. Yeah. So, I you know I again I do think it's a little undercosted. I, I think it's but that's why you're not seeing a ton of it because I think there are counters to it and every you know every list is gonna there's common co common lists that are counters to the double onager lists, whatever variant you're using, it's a different thing, but there's still one out there. I, think I don't the, think that was the case with Reich and Asols. I think like, a big part of the reason people are getting like turned on it is the fact that they're, they're getting like, they're getting their asses kicked in turn three. Yeah. When they, they haven't realized they haven't, they don't, haven't like developed a counter to that yet. And it's just like turning into just them griping that these things are overpowered. Yeah, well, and I think the Onager is a new crusher. Like, it's really good against players that don't know how to deal with, like, that haven't really dealt with it much. Yeah. Or that are new. And that's, I think, where a lot of the problem is. It's like, re if you get a weaker player, it's really good to take advantage of them with that list. I think it's, it, it's, definitely, it's definitely a pain in the ass right now. It's a thing to beat. But I give we I think if we give it some time, it'll still be a powerful list. But people will 
have more exposure to it and they'll be able to deal with it a little bit more. Yeah. Um, I guess we'll find out, right? I mean, you know, it hasn't been overperforming in these online tournaments. I mean, a couple of them have done very well, but, you know, it's not like all the final fours or all these lists. Like, and that was the case with Riken at, you know, Aces. Yeah. Sure. Yes. Yeah. Like yeah. I said, I, I don't think it's going to be Riken Aces, but I, th- I think it could be up there. Yeah. Like, I, I, mean, um, I agree. You know, it's, I don't know. It is what it is, I guess. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, well, I guess that brings us kind of to our second topic, which we've kind of already touched on here is, is how do you beat it? Yeah, I mean, I think we kind of just talked about it, really. Like, yeah, dodge, dodge the arcs if you can, uh, rush them, uh, try to get at them. Um, Range work control work, from the tokens. Uh, work, work your deployments if you can. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. Yeah, I think, uh, I think they're very um, good against. And I mean, I, you know, it comes back to our other just our problems with the ignition in general, like how you can't salvo it. Like, I feel like if if they made that that upgrade, the long range upgrade cost 15 and you could salvo ignition once you were in range, then there are, then there's zero problem. Now, obviously those are big changes. Right. Those are huge changes that won't happen anytime soon. Right. Like (laughs) maybe a full year before we see any sort of fact or errata for Amada. Yeah. You're, you're right about that. So but I think that's all it needs to fix it. Yeah, I, I could be I, I, yeah. I would be fine with that, I think. Because I think that fixes so. both of the issues. Um, and the fact that you can't salvo ignition is just like so so stupid. Like, it really is. It's like one of my major complaints. I can't I can't bitch about it enough. I think it's yeah. I think it was just an oversight. <laughs> I don't think it was an oversight. I think the reason they did that is because salvo is using the attacker's range for the measurement. And I think they didn't want people getting confused about. Yeah, I think that's what it is too. Token. I think that's I think dumb. Be smarter than I don't know. Fuck. Yeah, I, I agree. I think, I, I think I if think they had just made it, just make it confusing. Yeah, if they had made it so that you measure the range for the salvo attack separately from the attacker, that would make the difference. But as the rules are written now, salvo, you're using the range and the line of sight of the attacker. So, I think I think that's why they did it. Well, but isn't that not true, though? Because the range of the attacker is still extreme or whatever it is. Like, you can't use, like, I mean, this is a different example, but it's the same thing. Like, on a stat Venator, if you have racks, you can't use it when they're at close range of the token. They have to be at close range of your ship. Uh, I, I get it. I'm just saying people are dumb. People are bad at reading rules. No, you're right. And I agree that they, that, that I, I agree with you that I'm pretty sure that that's why they did it. But I don't think it's a good enough reason, is what I'm saying. Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 fucking. I I don't know. I, I and by the way, guys, like from the information we have and stuff like that, there will be no changes or errata for Armada for a very long time. So anything you don't like right now. It is not changing. So, so Bill, I don't know if that's true because X-Wing's getting errata and changes now and they, they just jumped right on it. So I don't know, maybe AMG is going to get their forum up and running and maybe they're going to have Karnak answering questions because that's been announced now that he's like the go-to guy. 
Yeah. He's going to answer and clarify rules questions. He's not creating any facts or armada. Or, 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 well, well, what we need well, is no, they, they, they've been doing it for X-Wing is all I'm saying. So, like, I, I don't know that I would necessarily go out on a limb and say it's going to be, you yeah, know, I don't think they're going to announce anything until they're doing it. Like, it's well, just going to X-Wing has it. somebody on staff. Like, they're paying people. <laughs> no, no they're not. No, they're doing the same thing as they're doing for Armada. They got D-Yoon and some other guy from the community that they they have hired as independent contractors to go on their forum huh. and answer rules questions, make rulings, make errata until AMG can issue a final ruling. So that, that's why I'm saying I don't think that, you know, we're, we're in this paradigm where, oh, it's FFG. They got to wait for the mouse to approve of a new fact. PDF before we can get any clarity. Um, you know, I, I think it's a it's a whole new thing, and I think that you know maybe once Karnak gets on it, um, we might start seeing things come sooner. Is all I'm saying. Maybe, but I I would be shocked if they're going to give him the power to make errata or do any of those sort of things. As I understood it, he's there for like rules question. He just answers rules questions, given the current. Uh, living document or whatever like he's not I don't think he's making like he's not going to decide something that yeah. isn't that is outside yeah. of what the rule book says but, but, but yeah, the other thing the, changes probably but right but you know we'll see the other thing that's been going on too is if you've been following AMG's Facebook they had some X-Wing expansions come out and they released like Facebook photo albums they're like hey here's the errata for this expansion pack that just came out two months ago um, so, like, I, I don't think that this is a world where now we're still just waiting for these PDFs to come out. AMG might just drop something on us out of the blue someday, being like, hey, here's the errata, guys. It's right here. Here's a photo posted on Facebook. That's it. Mm. Kind of like how they dropped that uh, that video and that, like, weekend event that people were supposed to do. Just They dropped, like, Friday at 5. Yeah, right. Oh, right. right. I remember that. Uh, that like new mode or whatever yeah use. i mean i don't think anybody did it but yeah i just think amg set up the way they're doing this is a lot more agile than the way ffg was doing it so yeah. um it, it remains to be seen how quick they're going to be with armada but i think there's there's reason to think that maybe we're not going to be waiting forever for for updates now I, I would like that to be true. I, I just, I don't think it's going to, I think the, the good, I think the safe bet, safe bet is saying there won't be anything for a long time. I, I mean, I would agree. It, it probably isn't going to get changed certainly anytime soon. I don't think, no. to be honest, I don't think there's enough evidence that it needs to be changed. Yeah, I agree with that too. I mean, like, I, I think that it probably does, but I think that it does. Like, and I do think you need to be a little soft-handed with this stuff. Like, I think you need to make sure it's definitely an issue. Um, the other thing that I kind of like that the Onagers have done is it's made it so everybody has to have a list that, like, goes. Like, you can't have lists that sit and wait for them to come to you anymore because of the Onager. Like, you can't do that anymore. But I think that's kind of a good thing. That yeah, I, I'd rather have Onagers out there than Riken Aces. Personally. Oh, definitely. Absolutely. Yeah. No one's saying that. No. <laughs> <laughs> but, but no, that's that's the thing. It's the Onager drove, drove slow boating lists like Riken Aces out of the meta. You, you can't take it anymore. Yeah. So, you know, right. those little changes hopefully will happen sooner than later. Yeah. 
yeah. and hopefully just eventually. But I don't think it's super urgent. And even if they don't happen for a year or ever, I, I'm okay with where it's at right now, honestly. Like, yeah, I, I don't think fine. it's a huge problem. And we can always just, you know, shame people out of running them if we need to. <laughs> it works with Riken Aces. It works with Riken Aces, yeah. <laughs> kind of. It's just a problem when you get to, like, Worlds or whatever and everybody's running. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. We've never have... played against it. And we're that's out of the practice. problem. Yeah, you run yeah. it out. Everybody, nobody practices against it because nobody will run it. And then you go to Worlds and, like, that's all that's fucking there. So Yeah, so, that does happen. That definitely happened, like, two years, three years in a row, I think it was. <laughs> right. All right. But all right, so let's – we, we got to keep moving because Alpha's got to get out of here, right? I, I actually do have a half hour longer than I thought I did. So you, you were right, Bill. So. I thought it was, I thought you said 1030. Yeah. I thought Fine. But I think we, I think we're good. I mean, do you guys have anything else you want to say about this? No, I think we covered it. I think it's good enough. Um, I think the best way to like, we're talking about it, but the best way to like experience it is to play against it. Maybe watch videos. Cause I know there's a lot of people that like post videos of TTS games out there. So you can see yeah. like how they're running it, how they're flying it, shit like that. So, <laughs> Oh yeah. I was waiting on that. Fuck, that was deep. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, let's go on to the next segment, which is going to be the glory hole. Emperor's made a critical error and the time for our attack has come. I'm gonna blow my load at the glory hole. Blow my load at the glory hole. Blow my load at the glory hole. Mama, Mothma, glory hole. Oh. Wave 11 separatists. What are we doing? Yeah, we're talking about uh, our, our, we really haven't talked about these things since they've come out. Um, that's okay. Just, what, did, uh, what did we want to go? Because I know there's like a bunch of bullet points in here. We got the Providence, popular builds. I love the Providence, by the way. I really like it. I um, love both these ships. Yeah, yeah, the Recusant, Patriot Fist, fucking glass cannon. Like, if you guys want a glass cannon, the Recusant, the Patriot Fist is for you. Like, it can't take a punch, but holy fuck, it throws it, it throws fucking haymakers out there. It's yes, like, it I think of it, I think of it yes, as it a does. ship just throwing wild haymakers. And just hoping one lands before like the counter punches start coming in. <laughs> it's, it's also because as soon as the counter punches start coming in, the thing just snaps in half. But well, I, I think what it is is it's, it's like the it, it's the ship that we wanted the Liberty. Like, yeah, it is kind of that. Yeah, you're right. It's this like flanker that comes off the side, throws one or two haymakers, and then immediately starts running away. Yeah. Well, it has to because it cannot yeah. stay and fight anything really. So I think of it more as like a jumbo MC30. That's maybe, but it could do it at long range, I think is the key. Yeah. Like even at long range, like I, I, I was playing a game with it and I was at medium range um, and I had the one with the four reds and three blacks. And I think I did like nine damage in accuracy. Yeah, like that's awesome. yeah. yeah, especially if you're taking the, uh, what is he, TF? One, two, seven, five, six, whatever. Yeah, and I had that. But I only got one. The raid guy. The raid black dice guy. Yep. You know, so, I mean, it rolled well. But, you know, still. Anyway, so, like, back to the top of this. So, those are the things in here we're talking about. Um, Alpha, didn't you have, didn't you have, you wanted to go over certain upgrades or something like that? Um, I think Prime and I figured out what we wanted to talk about. Well, let's talk about the ships first, maybe. Yeah. All right, go. All right. Well, we're already um, kind of talking about the recusant, so let's just keep doing that. Sure. Yeah, let's stick on the yeah. recusant. So, Dane, you are running it in our team tournament right now. Yeah. So why don't you 
I mean, this is the next section, but talk about your the build for your recusant. You don't have to go through the whole list, just the, the recusant build itself. Yeah. So, and, and I've got some extra things on here. I think the, the, the common builds you're going to see is going to be ordnance experts, swivel mount batteries, uh, the B2 rocket droids if you're running TF. Um, and then one of the crit uh, black die upgrades, so either ACM or APT, uh, assault concussion missiles or assault proton torpedoes. Um, you know, now, here's the funny thing I just want to interject real quick is that remember when swivel mount batteries came out and everybody's just like, this is fucking garbage. Like, why would anybody use this over anything? It's because of Patriot Fist and TF, yeah. that's why. Well, it's because of Patriot Fist. It's, well, I don't think the other ships had the ability, because I think we all kind of agree that you need to have at least two black dice with ordnance experts for you to bring one of those crit upgrades. Otherwise, you're not going to proc it enough. Well, it goes with the commander too. It goes with this TF guy. Right. Exactly. Right. But you remember this this right. came out with the core set, didn't it? The swivel mounts? Yeah. 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 I remember everybody's like, oh, this thing's booty. Well, because nothing it was nothing essentially had a, made. Nothing had a black a, die on the side. Right. Well, it was no, the, the, our acclimator did. But the acclimator did, yes. But, but you, there weren't ways to get more of them. Yeah. The, and I think there, there might be a, a situation where you could put it on a vetted or two, I guess. But like this upgrade was really made for the recusant. Yes, along I with think, anyway. Oh, yeah, Patriot Fist and TF and all that shit. Yeah, because it just gets really out of here. Yeah, I'm out of dice. <laughs> yeah, and you like, throw like just bucketfuls <laughs> of dice. And, and thermals just do nothing against it. It's like, okay, cool. You can no. take two of the reds out of my eight dice. Yeah, because all Thanks. that shit gets added after. Yeah. And then, like, in, you know, in my version of it, I have Shumai, uh, which I think is probably a little excessive, to be honest. Um, no. Shumai is cool. Um, Shumai lets you, it probably isn't. Um, Shumai is really good. It lets you reroll up to three dice um, on two non consecutive rounds. Because you, uh, you, you don't have any other reroll abilities, really, otherwise. Aside from, ordinance your, ordinance, aside from your experts, yeah. Yeah. So it's just kind of there to, for the red, but it's also there to help fish for crits because now you have two ways to reroll, is, yep. is the reason I included it. Because, you, you know, especially with all the evades and stuff out there now, you, sometimes you almost need two. Yep. Um, yeah. And, and, P- and PDIC. Cool. If you want PDIC to go off and you're close range to somebody, you better have two crits. Well, you see, but that's what's so great about Patriot Fist. You're not at close range. Yep. That's exactly right. You're doing right. it at medium range or maybe even long range. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's the, you know, I think that's why it's so dirty. Um, but yeah, it, it's really maneuverable. It's, you know, it goes, goes speed three. It's got a double click at the, in the middle and then a single mm-hmm. at the end. Um, it's a great chip. And, you know, there's the two different variants. I don't, they're not that different. I feel like you don't see the the support version very often or as often. So I ran a list with the support destroyer at the gatekeeper tournament. Um, oh, last okay. weekend, and this is something I can talk about a little later. But one of the things that's cool about it is it's got three squadron and two offensive retrofits. So you can put expanded hangar bays and boosted comms on it. And you've got a squadron four carrier that can push ship at long range and you have a couple options to make it do two commands at once you can use either the t-series tactical droid and power it with tokens from nova defiant or you can use trench um, which is what i did and um, it was great because then you can also put flight controllers on it and it's really a pretty nasty uh carrier on top of all the damage that the ship's putting out 
And it's got a red anti-squad die too, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. Yeah. You could use that Passel Argent guy as well, couldn't you? Yeah, you could do that too. Mm-hmm. I don't think I don't think that he's as good as the um, as, as on the Providence, but it's uh, it works. No, yeah. he's got a lot yeah, of wine. Especially time. with with the recusant, I feel like the recusant is an early game ship. Like by round four, the, the recusant is going to be running away or dead. Yeah, like yes. like with with my recusant, yeah. when I play, I'm spamming nabs. I don't want to do the wind up sequence that you need to do to get Castle online. Like, right. Yeah. Yep. I can see yeah, that. I think Castle's a much better upgrade for the uh, for the Providence, mm-hmm. which yeah, is a great segue to start talking about the Providence. Yeah, Providence is dope. The Providence is dope. It's like I, I, like I, and I think I've been saying this for a while, but I feel like it's like a baby Starhawk. A little and, bit, yeah. It looks like a giant blunt, you know, kind of looking at it. <laughs> Talk about how dope it is. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's very true. And it's actually pretty, it's pretty survivable too if you put the right upgrades on the thing. For sure, yeah. You can get two uh, two defensive retrofits with the invincible title on the one yeah. version, which is yep. great. So I, I'll, I'll just go through a Providence build real quick. So w- when I did that May the Fourth tourney, when we did the May the Fourth, which we'll be talking about, I, I ran uh, Grievous. I think I may have talked about this in the previous episode. This list, I don't know. Um, mm. But I did the Providence Carrier, so I had Rune Hacko, Thermal Shields, Intensify Firepower, uh, Reserve Hanger decks because I had like, uh, because I'm running Grievous, so there's like five Vulture Droids, uh, External Racks, Point Defense Ion Cannons, Link Turbolaser Towers, and Invisible Hand. So just between the Thermal Shields and the Point Defense Ion Cannon, that mitigates like a ton of damage. Yeah. It really does. And the and thing did you we have early warning system on it as well? No, I didn't. I did invisible hand instead of the other title that gives you the second defensive retrofit. Okay. By the way, invisible yeah. hand is great. Like when you spit out five fucking vulture droids, like you can smoke the shit out of somebody's squad ball. Like that's all it takes is five vultures. And those fuckers chew like I chewed up, I chewed up like Mortimer agenda. I was chewing those lists up. Which is five get, vulture droids. Because they get an extra AI die, right? Yeah, they're AI too, and they start with the blue black, which really almost every time becomes blue three blacks with re with a re-roll. And I was averaging like four damage every time. So I need the heroes, like you could brace it down to two, but like that's 10 damage I'm kicking out between the five vultures. It was I was impressed with it. It, it did a lot more work than I had anticipated. And then they're perfect with Grievous because you want them to die because then Grievous lets you to re-up your defense tokens. And that's that's also that helps the Providence a ton too is if you run Grievous, yeah, you can spend your defense tokens and not really worry about it because you're going to get them back when you suicide your vultures and stuff like that. Does, does Grievous still trigger even if you use reserve hanger decks or no? Yes. Grievous goes first and then you, tri- and then you do reserve hanger decks to bring the, the, the fighter back. Okay. It's a it's a nice little nice little combo. Yeah, I mean, you know, Grievous is sort of like a, uh, and I didn't really realize this at first, but like, just like almost like a different flavor of Luminara. Yeah, he kind he kind of is, I, except I for you got to like just, destroy shit to make it work, like an inverse yeah. of Luminara. Yeah, yeah, kind of. Yeah, it, it's a so, similar idea where it's refreshing defense tokens. I think is more what I'm getting at. Yeah, sure. So that that's that's like a Providence build. Do you guys have like a Providence build that you've tried that you like a lot? Or 
I mean, I feel like the stuff I've tried that I've liked is just very generic, but like still very good. Like I'm kind of putting the same stuff I'm putting on Starhawk. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, like Vent Ions and Link Turbo Laser Towers and Racks and, you know, the, you know, Thermal Shield maybe with Invincible and, and early warning systems or, you know, whatever. Or maybe right. I've seen Reactive Gunnery as a second option. So you get more salvos that way. Yeah. Uh, the Providence feels like a, Maybe I mean, I'm sure there's always other options. There's always people smarter than us out there that figure other things out. But Providence feels like a ship you want to like Christmas tree out. Yeah. Like it doesn't it feel does. like something you run lean. Yeah, it does. Yeah, I feel like is I feel like it really yeah. takes advantage of those upgrades. Yeah. Uh, like you're you're kind of missing out on what the ship can do if you don't Christmas tree it out. Yeah. And it's tough enough that you can Christmas tree it out. Like there are certain right. ships, and I think the recusant is, is sort of one of these ships where like and like in my list I actually did Christmas tree it out, but I kind of wish I hadn't. Um, because it, you know, it's not that hard to kill. So yes. you, you, know, you don't want a Christmas no. tree out of something that's going to die. Like it's like Christmas tree liberties are a terrible idea. Ah, they will. It's well, funny when we talk about the agate liberty, which we might throw in here. Like, yeah, uh, was not, let, let's say non-agate liberty. Christmas there you go. Tree. Yes, <laughs> yes, definitely. It is more what I, is what I meant. Right? <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't want people yeah. thinking like, oh, there's no way you can do, but there, there's a build. I don't think we, I don't know if we got it, but there's a build for Liberties now that um, I was telling the guys, like, I got that alpha disease where I'm like, fuck, I, I think I want to run a Liberty list again. I want to want to start flying that thing again. <laughs> yeah. It's, Liberty but it, it's totally, it's all, it's a hundred percent because of point defense ion cannons and agate. That's literally the two upgrades that I'm like, okay, this is where I think a Liberty could do work, but you'd only run one. Like I don't, I would never ride, try to run two. I guess so we I might see. as well make this our point defense ion cannons love fast since we're, we're going here right now. Oh uh, yeah, that's so, by, the, so by the way, guys, if you're not it's aware, amazing. this is, this is the number one thing that's coming out of this wave. Like point defense ion yeah. cannons. I, I would agree with that. Yeah. It's I mean, game changing. It's, it's changing this game. It definitely is. Yeah, it's yeah. huge, huge. Yeah, I mean, I think you know the the, the the ships are a big deal too, obviously. But but yeah, if you're an imperial or a rebel player, point defense ion cannons is the best thing in those boxes for you. I would say especially imperial because it's a fucking fantastic upgrade for star destroyers. Yeah, yeah, but it's really it good for everything. Yeah, man. I yeah. Mean, it'd be good on MC80s and Liberties and. By the way, maybe even by, CR90s. It's probably not worth an CR90. By the way, Prime. Don't have slot. Prime. Yeah. Read, read, the, read the upgrade card. People might not even know what the yeah. fuck I'm talking so about. So a point defense ion cannon. It's an ion upgrade, hence the name. Uh, it's four points, non-huge ship only. When defending at close range or distance one during the spend defense token step, you may force the attacker to reroll one die of your choice. It's just a free reroll of anything. Like you're not spending tokens. It's before you spend tokens. Like it's every I, I, single bomber that's attacking you. Yep, yeah. every single yeah. time. Like, and there's nothing that stops it. It doesn't exhaust. Like, it literally just goes off anytime you want it to. And by the way, I love the, the there's, there's like a fuck you to the SSD in the front. Like, no, you you can't have this. Yeah, <laughs> it feels excessive, but as if that thing wasn't buried deep enough in the ground. Like you're yeah, just like, right. no, no, you can't have this either. <laughs> You can't have these nice new things. No, you can't have anything. <laughs> so, but yeah, man, like, so 
this we'll go into this when we do tourney talk next but when i played i played uh broba fett uh matt moncrief a uh, friend of the show he um he was running like a sloan list like a wave fuck i don't know nine eight nine sloan list i don't remember what the waves are but um uh, like a pretty prototypical sloan list with like a uh, uh a dick and i mitigated almost all the damage sloan could do with pdic like blue non-bomber dice fucking hate pdic which is what oh. a sloan list mainly is now double blue bomber doesn't really care like merrick didn't give a shit like he was still rolling into like tons of damage or if you're sloan like you, you well if you're sloan he doesn't want to roll into an accuracy because you already passed that step yeah but, any blue bomber die but blue bomber's fine because it's a hit like what they got a 75 percent chance to just roll into a hit anyway right and with sloan everything is useful yeah everything's useful except when you make them re-roll and they and they roll into an accuracy then it's dead or crit um, no if they're bomber, oh, they, yeah, they want because right. no if if cause it, it, sloan's gonna be like interceptors and tie fighters so they're gonna re-roll into a crit and then they're not yes gonna get... that's that's what i was no, saying well, like, yeah. i was i was constantly making them re-roll into like crits and accuracies and like nothing like he couldn't do anything against my pro i was running that grievous providence list and he just couldn't do yeah that's uh they're very good obviously it's a great upgrade yeah uh, really mitigates damage from from fighters and yeah um i just like i i wanna like, i was using in the i ran a vena luminara list at that tournament it's like it would be so good in that list it would probably be broken to be honest but well, yeah, that, that's why Republic doesn't have any ion upgrade slots. Yeah. 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 Luminara with that would probably be unstoppable against fighters. Uh, be, you wouldn't even bother, I guess. It wouldn't yeah. even be worth shooting them. Yeah. Well, the only time, the only thing I think PDIC isn't amazing is, like I said, against double blue bomber dice. So arcs. I mean, I don't, I don't think, think arcs care so much. Dice. Yeah. Any blue bomber dice, I would say. Any, any blue bomber. But how, what, are, what else is out there that's like a single blue bomber? Well, the the only thing I think is the defender. Oh, that's right, the defender. Nobody, you never yeah. see that. Besides yeah. Merrick, um, but there's a lot of double blue bombers. Yeah, that's um, what I'm saying. Like double blue, blue bombers. Black, kind of yeah. yeah. Blue oh, black the same thing with um, a black bomber die, which obviously there's tons of. Right. If it's a single hit, like you don't want to roll it into a hit crit. Right. Right. But it yeah. gives you the option. Like if you're in a spot where you're just like in a tough spot, you're like, "Fuck, I gotta, I gotta gamble." I mean, there's two blanks on that dice. Yes, there are. You know, mm -hmm. so like it's not it's not the worst thing in the world to make a reroll. No. But yeah, black bomber don't care as much. But it's still, I mean, making anybody reroll their dice is generally well, better the for the defense. Yeah, it almost stops all hit crits on a black bomber die. Like the chances, I mean, obviously they could reroll it again, but like sure. it makes that so much less likely. Yeah, and like mm -hmm. ships like MC thirties that want to get in close with APT and they need that black. They need that black, yep. you know, blue hit, hit crit. Reroll that hit crit. Like we were saying earlier, like, if, you, if you're running ships like that now, like, you really need, like, two hit crits if you want to make sure it goes off. Yeah, and if you have an evade, you can make them reroll two of them. I mean. Yep. Yep. Which is not a after terrible PD, After PDIC, yeah. Right. Or if they roll another, or they roll it into another double, you know. Yeah, something else I think is worth mentioning about it is this kind of a weird upgrade because I think it's one of the first like turbo laser or ion cannon or missile upgrades that uh, like does something other than affect your attack. Yeah. Yeah, that it's defensive. defensive. Yeah, uh, yeah. 
so so you're you're giving up the ion cannon slot to take this but like nowadays you've got ltts you've got ordnance experts for your black dice you have other options it's not like back in wave two when you only had leading shots and by taking up this slot you'd you'd be sacrificing all your dice fixing. So it's not really a problem now. Ion slot's a lot less competitive. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't everything, every ion slot doesn't have a leading shot staple to it. Yeah. So yeah, that's, I mean, that's PDIC. I don't know what else we could really say about it besides like it's a, it's a great upgrade. I think it's the, I think it's the. Uh, the flagship upgrade of the wave. Yeah, I, I think you think about taking this in every ship that you take that has an ion cannon slot. Maybe you don't take yeah. it every time, but you got to think about it. I think that's a, a fair way to say it. Best generic upgrade, at least, yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah, well, I mean, I don't know about best overall, but like, I think there's other... Oh, out, of, out of this wave. ...are in that yeah. same category. But I think it's in the group with things like link turbo laser towers and thermal shields and ECM. Yep. Um, I guess we should talk about the rest of the admirals. Yeah. Um, so we got Trench. I can talk about Trench a bit. He's he's 38 points, and he's kind of like Thrawn in that you give him some dials when you deploy him. And at the start of your ship phase, you can reveal one of his dials. And anytime you have a ship that spends a token matching the dial, you get the effect of the token and the dial. Um, so I, I think people are still working on cracking this because it's kind of difficult to pull off because you need a token that matches the trench dial. So you got to generate a bunch of tokens to make him work. Um, it's kind of brain intensive. But what I was doing was um, I, I ran him at the gatekeeper tournament this past weekend. I'll talk about that more later. But um, I had him on a recusant support destroyer with Tickus. So Tickus would always give me whatever token I needed, which on this build was always a squadron. Um, and so I, I had Trench pushing five squadrons with my support destroyer, and then I was also navving, and then I had some hard cells backing them up that were also pushing squadrons. And it worked really well. Yeah. So it's good for a carrier list. And, I think uh, so, he, so, so he's kind of like a, like a Thrawn kind of mesh with Leia a little bit. Yeah, I think he's. It's best to think of him as Thrawn, but I'd say it's a bit more difficult to pull off just because you need the token generation. Yeah, because you need yes, to set it up. Yeah. But like, Tickis makes it so easy to set up on one of your ships. Yeah, right? it, just just one of your ships is is the uh, thing. So yeah, but it's still real good, and like you're going to be doing it with squadrons. You know, that's what you're. Yeah. Gonna use primarily i mean you, you know somebody made big brain a list where you're using other stuff but like i think you're using squadrons primarily if, if there's any kind of an easy mode it would be using one of the the, the munitions or the engineering the parts resupplies yeah i've got a um, list i haven't tried yet but I've, I've, I've put it together that uses trench and you've got two providences with like a hard cell with the, with the uh, parts resupply and you're using the hard cell basically as a projection expert caddy. It's with um, Watt Tambor and it's sucking shields off one and pumping them over to the one that's taking damage. And then you're using trench to spam the, the um, engineering tokens. So you're always regenerating three shields per turn on both your uh, providences. So that's something that's really kind like of that. interesting. Um, but, but yeah, I, I think it's early days for trench. It's kind of hard to say a lot about them because I think people are 
just starting to figure him out. But he's he's an interesting commander. I think we'll start to see more of them as people get more used to all this stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and then TF we touched on briefly. Um, he's pretty basic. He's, you're a medium to close range. You can add a black die for every raid token that the defender has. Um, Up to two. What's interesting is that, uh, that there's this D2 rockets upgrade. It's an offensive retrofit. And this upgrade is amazing. You can exhaust it when you're attacking to add a raid token to a ship, or you can exhaust it to add a die of any color in your attack pool while attacking a squadron. Um, and the fact that it can do both of those is really good. Um, in fact, the first game I played with that list, I ended up playing uh, against a heavy squadron build, and he kind of kept his ships kind of far away. So I just flacked the whole game, and it made a huge difference. Um, it's worth mentioning, too, that with the B2, you tap it, and you get the raid token down before TF goes off. Yes. You get the yes. bonus die on the same attack where you're using the B2, and I think a lot of people miss that. Um, you don't have to wait till the next attack to use B2. You get them right away. Or you yeah. Them right away. It triggers right away, right. So then, then, you know, assuming you're attacking him a second time with another, you know, TF, now you're getting your two dice. You do uh, have to be at medium or close range, though. So you, you do. You have to be right there, but it's still medium's far enough. And in, in my, you know, still somewhat limited experience with, with this, because I've only played the one game with it so far, but um, it seems like you don't get a ton of dice out of TF, but, cause, but people won't, like, are really afraid of it. So you can get enough, though. It adds well, up. You enough because now they won't go there. So now it puts them in really bad positions. They don't end up moving into it, but you know it, it gives you other advantages in the game because um, people just don't want to move into that, which is understandable. But yeah. that's a really nice thing to have when you're playing against it. Even though you're not using it a lot, you're still getting value out of it. Yeah, yeah, we're seeing a lot of this uh, TFB2 type list in, in tournaments since Wave 11 started coming out. So it's yeah, cool. well, I, I think it's a list that kind of builds itself yeah it is you know i mean it's very clearly designed to work together and it does work together and it's great yeah my one criticism is it's just kind of an expensive combo because yeah tf's only 26 points but then the b2s i think are seven each so if you're fitting your whole fleet out with them it, it gets pricey and you're eating up the offensive retrofit slot which is pretty competitive now yeah uh, so so there are some downsides but he's a good commander i think yeah and the, and the fact that you can use the B2s and squadrons as well makes it, I think, versatile enough that, and even if you're not using TF, I don't think you're going to see it a lot uh, without TF, but you may still see it here and there. Um, you know, because it can combine with Link Turbo Laser Towers to put a ton of dice on a squadron, which could be really good. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, raid tokens are annoying, um, and I, I have yet to play this list where I can really take advantage of that, but um, I have a feeling at some point you know, playing something against something with some bigger ships. Um, Maybe B2s are what Dooku's needed. He needs that little extra push. But although if, you, if you're going to throw a bunch of B2s out there, throw out raid tokens, I'd rather just use TF. You should just use TF, yeah. Yeah. Because uh, <clears throat> there's really only one or two raid tokens that you really want on them. Like the other ones, when you yeah. start getting, when you start piling them on, it doesn't really do anything else. Yeah. But, okay, so yeah, so that's, I mean, do we have anything else there? Well, I guess there's Martuk we didn't cover. Um, yeah. Martuk is another admiral, and I feel like this is, 
sort of well i shouldn't say that because i feel like the, the separatist admirals are kind of like really easy mode or kind of tough um <laughs> yeah they have three <laughs> TF that like are just ultra simple and just really generically good. Um, and Martuk, what he does is just gives you an extra red die if the sh- if the zone you're shooting has shields, um, but you lose a red die if the ship has no shields at all, or lose a die, not a red die. Um, so Which isn't a big deal because after you roll your dice, so you can cancel like a blank or an accuracy or that, yeah, that's a good point. It's after you roll yeah. your dice, and the, you know ships when ships have zero shields, they're usually very close to death. Yeah, and a lot of ships die without with with shields left on them. Although, yeah. if you have to drop that one hit that you need, though, that could be dev- that could be truly tragic. Sure. Yeah, and, and it, it, be, it creates some of the counterplay. I mean, like I was playing a list, and I was like, you know, I just chose to not repair to bring shields up. Right? I, instead of bringing shields up, I pulled cards off. Oh, that's a big brain move, right there. Right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so um, I, I was playing against somebody. I think Ian this weekend. Uh, he had something where he was able to jettison his admiral. I think there's some upgrade that lets you do that. Um, or like move it or something, or, or get rid of it. You got profundity and you got Vader. Yeah, that was the only two it. ways I think you can. Uh, maybe he just put it on a ship that was squishy and put it in front. <laughs> but the point is, if you kill Martuk towards the end of the game, it might not be the worst thing in the world. If you lose Martuk, oh no, yeah. I just lost my flagship. Yeah, but if it's a hard sell, you know, yeah, I, I mean, lose a die. <laughs> yeah, that, that is I mean, the cheapest chest. No. You know, regardless. Um, I think that's, uh, is there anything else we need to cover for uh, this wave? I mean, there's some of the other upgrades like Kickus and uh, Passel. And, we kind of touched on both of them already. Yeah. Already did. I, I'm just wondering if there's any more we didn't touch on. We kind of we got to touch on Grievous a little bit. He was the only other admiral. For me, uh, Grievous so far has been my guy in this wave. Like I, I really like running Grievous. Like that list I run for the May Four tournament stuff that we'll talk about later. Like uh, I, I don't know. I like what he can do. He feels like very aggressive and a little like reckless almost with the way you got to be with like your fighters and stuff. Cause you want them to die. And it's like, what do you call it? Like, you know, that like uh, cost benefit analysis, you type you type thing you do with them. And I, I think it's neat. I, I think it's a really cool dynamic. I think it adds something interesting to the game uh, when you run him. I agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When I, I played you, when you were using him at the last tournament we were at both at, um, and it was it was difficult to play against because it was like, well, what do I do? Like, I don't want to like get him. You know, you almost need to like take all the squadrons down before shooting into ships. But like, that's not a good right. idea. So like, it it puts you in situations where you have to make bad choices, which is, I mean, plus, what you want. Plus, he's a twenty point admiral. admiral, and that's a pretty big benefit in and of itself. Yeah, it yeah, is. yeah. He's super cheap. Yeah. It's huge. I, I love how cheap he is. I kind of feel that's a, that's a theme with yeah. like all these these new admirals. It's like 
they, they get their they get juiced by reacting to what you do or what or, or what the what the opponent does like if you're going to shoot me which is what you want to do in the game i'm going to be able to do my thing and normally you don't want to do that but with, with these guys you kind of just have to like get over that hump and it's like all right, this is going to suck. They're going to be able to like, do their, their shenanigans and stuff. Like, how do I limit that? Because I, I you, cause you yeah. can't avoid it. Enti- you can't avoid it entirely. You, ha- you have to engage, get in there and do it. You just have to approach it in a different way. You have to be a little bit smarter about it. Yeah, for sure. All right. Is there anything else we wanted to talk about with uh, this stuff, this section? So real quick, we touched on both of these, but I think they're important upgrades. So just in a little bit more detail, we got Tickus, who we're seeing a lot of early on. He's a two-point officer, and basically what he does is when you reveal a dial, you can put a token matching that dial on his card, and then you get to gain any token you want. So basically, he's, he's a free token of whatever you want. But then when you're setting dials at the beginning of the next round, you have to match you have to match the token that's on his card and then discard that token. So so yeah. basically you're which, you're exchanging flexibility to get whatever tokens you want, which is really great on some of these separatist ships. Or like with Yeah, and what that essentially means is you have to put whatever dial you just did back at the bottom of your stack and you don't get to change it. Right. It's a confusing way. I almost wish you said to put the dial there and then use that you can't change. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it would have been a simpler way to word it, but it's probably screwed the rules for some reason. Because um, that's what I that's what I do when I play tickets. Just I take the dial, I put it there, and then I take it back and put it at the bottom of the stack. There's no reason to get the token. Out yeah, there. yeah, yeah. And then um, uh, Passel's another one. We haven't seen too much of him yet. I think he's a little bit more or she or whatever the fuck it is. It's 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 a little bit yeah. more difficult to pull off. It's a six point officer, and basically the way this one works is when you reveal a, a dial, you put a matching token on the card, and when you have each of the tokens on it, you can start uh, adding another dial of your choice to the dial that you reveal. Um, Which is amazing. Yeah, it's a really amazing ability. It's it just takes some setup. It takes some setup. You have to do one of these commands the first four rounds. But once you do so that, the round, early, four, round four, and so then round four, five, and six, you're doing two dials, one of which you're deciding when you reveal. And I feel like that's a part of it that is maybe underrated. The fact that you just get to choose it right away. Right. Um, so, I mean, that's great. Um, I, I used it once on, on a Providence. I think the Providence is the place for it. Um, you know, in a list where you're kind of wanting to do a little bit of everything, where you're wanting to nab and then maybe hit squadrons. Or like power intensify firepower. Right. You know, so you're doing a bunch of different things anyway. And then, you know, my turn four, now boom, you're getting four, two dials every turn, um, which is excellent. So, yeah, I think, yeah, I think he's, he, he again is, is similar to Tickets where he takes some of your flexibility away. Um, but provides but the, really be- the benefit you get from that, though, is if you, yeah. if you time it out right, it's amazing. And then it gives you even more flexibility once you get it off, right? Yeah. Yep. Now you need the most flexible ship there is. Yeah. Yep. 
I think that covers it, though. Groovy. Yeah, it's all good. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so next section is going to be how my rim tastes, and we're going to talk about uh, some tournaments we've been in. Oh, dear God. What the heck is a rim job? Oh, why, that's when you put your legs behind your head and have someone lick your ass. I can taste it. In my mouth is just so bittersweet. It's all right, we're in the rim. We're tasting it. Uh, first one up here, we've got the May the 4th tournament. Um, we all kind of tasted it in this tournament. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll say this. Like, I, uh, that was the toughest three rounds I've ever played of Armada. Like, I had hard opponents every single round. I've never, I've never had a tournament like that. Like, everybody was, like, top grade. And everybody I, like, was really good. I slugged through it, like. I almost made the cut. I didn't make it, but I like the worst game I lost was five. I think I went five, six, five, six, seven, four. And my seven, four was tabling somebody and I still only got a seven. So like that, that, that kind of tells you like how hard this fucking tournament was. And yeah. that was Bro Buffett. Like I tabled him, but I only won by a seven because he's an excellent player. And like, that's the best I could do. Yeah. He took a bunch of your shit with him. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it was, it was knockdown, drag out fight. Yeah, well, yeah. we played his most wanted, and he made my Providence chip his most wanted. So yeah. he got a ton of points off that. He took it down, but you know that's what I had to do to table him, and I still only got a seven. And my other two games, five six five six. One was a KG one, and then the other one was uh, I'd have to look at my notes real quick. But I know we're not going game by game, but I, I can give like a quick thing. Um, yeah, that one was uh, I lost two eighty four to two eighty. Oh, that's the one where he had a fucking mercy mission ship mm. and scored it. That's why he, that's how he got his ex. What is it? What is that thing worth? Forty points? 30? Yeah. What is it's it? A, it's a bonus. It's a bonus forty. Yeah. Yeah. So instead of me getting the six five, it flipped on me, and I got five six because he got. And that was literally his only ship left. I killed everything else. The only thing he had left was the fucking mercy mission ship. That's and in that game, I, yeah, there was like some dice variants and stuff. Like, I had that game until I didn't. <laughs> One of those things where yeah. I was winning and then I wasn't. Um, and that fucking mercy mission. Like, that's the first time I've had mercy mission bite me in the ass. Um, and then the first game I played was Ryan Becker, who was uh, oh that that game was against uh, Ryan Krosky. Uh, first game I played was against Ryan Becker. Uh, you guys like last episode i played him in a tournament before that well this next one he ran something very similar we both played very cagey i lost a five six because only squads died or something he got my squads that was it so yeah and i i, I think what was the cut do you guys remember uh it was top 20 that sounds right yeah yeah and i, I finished like 22nd or third or something so i fell just short and i was running my grievous list like three hard cells or TRCs, five vultures, uh, Providence that I talked about earlier. So that was me in that tournament. Um, I'll go next because mine was unspectacular. Um, I went, I got six and then I think a three and then a five. So my, this tournament was remarkable for me because it was my first time encountering a Luminara Super Salvo build, which I think is something that's on our docket to talk about, uh, for a, a schoolhouse episode sometime later, but uh, yeah. basically it was a double Venator one with two Peltas 
and it was squadron list and he got the dbys on the two venators so everything was kitted out to to salvo the shit out of you and uh, i recognized that because I, I i played a, a test game with bill just because we both thought the list looked really interesting and we had never seen it before so i went yeah. into the game kind of knowing what to expect and the, the thing about it was I, I was running my list i know we've talked about this before it was with the decimator ball and isd2 and a raider and i sent my my decimators in to go after the venator and the venator salvo just shredded the the, the decimators um, so I did end up taking out a Venator and I ended the game with my ISD on, um, one hull and he had taken a bunch of hit my decimators with him. And I ended up getting a six, five in that game. Second game I played Dane and I played like shit. And that <laughs> game is probably the reason that Dane made the cut. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh man, throwing it for cast members. That's it, great. <laughs> it, 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 was, it was, it was not an intentional throwing like, like you hear about some people doing, but it, it was bad because I've, I've played this list so much. It's kind of amazing. I played so bad in this game, but whatever. Listen. It didn't go well. I think, I think Dane won an eight or nine in that game. And then my last game, I played against, um, I think his name's Justin Lugracci, and um, I. it was a close game. I almost ended up getting a good win, and... Um, and and I, then I, you didn't? <laughs> I, probably, I probably would have made the cut, but then he got exactly the die roll he needed. He drew exactly the crit he needed to finish off my raider and table me with with the structural um, on the last turn where he would have been able to attack my raider. So it ended up being a six five zero MOV win for him, and I ended up not not great, maybe like thirty six or thirty seven or something like that. Yeah, prime. Well, you finished ahead of me. I did. Let, let, yeah, last you, round, you really cratered in this tournament. Last <laughs> round, I was at bottom table, and I, I squeaked that one out somehow, so I wasn't dead last, but it, it, wasn't, it wasn't that far off. Uh, I don't really remember much of my game, so I, the one thing I do remember my first game, though, because no one will let me forget it. They say I'm salty, but I'm not, because uh, I, I was playing a, a TF provin- or recusant list, uh, with uh, with you were playing against a TF, I was playing against it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Also, well, if you have to say you're not salty, you're definitely salty. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're 100. Um, percent So, so my, my list, I had I had an ISD. I think I had two Raiders in demo with Jerry. I don't know. It was something I kind of threw together. Um, but the the thing was, so he had he had. TF with the B2s, three hard cells, and then Patriot's Fist. So Patriot's Fist deleted my demo from long range. It was really I was watching that game. Yeah. It was it was the it was it was funny though because the round before he had a medium range shot with the Shumai reroll and rolled like two accuracies and three damage. That's and right. he 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 would have lit up my starter story, but he he like totally whiffed on it because he had like no rerolls aside from Shumai. And then, well, give that, give some context here. Like, was your demo softened up at all, or was it nope. like a full health no. demo? Full health, untouched. But he nice. So what exactly happened? To give people an idea of the power of the fist. Yeah. So so we're at so I was at long range. He had Patriots fist, 
Shumai. He had the swivel mount batteries. I think he had APT. He, yeah, I'm, I think he might have been, been APT. But the thing, he, he, he just, he just went full out, just like speed three, just right out of the gate. Um. So what was his dice pool? Like, what did he put together? So he had. It was. But that ship had. And what arc was so he, he shooting had, demo? So he had, so he had the light destroyer, and he was he shot, he was able to get me in the rear. Oh well, that's a big deal. Weird, yeah, lines really weird where he just barely had the. He, he he barely he barely caught the ass. So he had. It, so, by the way, hang on, hang on a sec, Prime. Dane, is anybody else having a hard time hearing Dane? Yeah, you're. Yeah, he got he got kind of quiet all of a sudden. Oh, did I? I had to take a phone call and then I came back. You might want to you want to might want to fix your audio. All right, I'll drop out. Come back. Okay. Um, All right, go so ahead, Brian. So he had he had the he had the light cruiser. So he had four red dice because this was long range. Um, he was able to bring in a black with his swivel mounts. Um, he might have had one. Was he running? You said he ran TF. He had TF, so I think yeah. he might have had one raid token. Okay. That he was able to get on earlier in the round from someone else shooting at it. Mm-hmm. Um. So with that, so he had yeah that them, and then he had a conflare, so he threw in an extra black, and then a blue. And yeah, so yeah, he he rolled against the rear, and he rolled eight damage and an accuracy. And so I assume he had eight, eight, eight damage and two accuracies. Yeah, he would need two accuracies, right? He, he got the brace and the evade, so I was able to redirect, but that's out of my rear, so it's one into the rear, two into the side, and then five more kills in. Yeah, it was like it was a perfect roll. Yeah. It, it was it was exa- it was exactly what he needed. It was it was a it was a little bullshit, but it was also like with his dice pool. Yeah, I it's mean, not out of the realm of possibility. Like it's it's not out of the realm of possibility, yeah. but it's also it was also like exactly what he needed. It was it was a little bullshit. And Dane, you're muted. Dane, you're muted. You're muted, Dane. <laughs> there you go. We we can see him on Zoom, like he's getting upset. <laughs> like, <where he's> like, <laughs> You're muted. <laughs> yeah, it was. I mean, it was a little little. It was a very great roll. I mean, it was like yeah. both blue dice were accuracies. All the black yeah. dice, both of them were doubles. One of the reds was a double. There weren't any blanks. Like, right. You know. Yeah. But this is the power of the fist. Just, like Patriot Fist can do this. Like is, yeah. this isn't this actually isn't abnormal for it to pull off. No, it isn't because I mean I did something similar recently. So, yeah. Cool. So, yeah. I, so did you yeah. go through all your stuff, Prime, or was that just the one? That I mean that's that's the only one I feel that's kind of like worth mentioning because the other one I I got faced an honor list. I don't really remember that at all. I faced a double Benedict, double Pelta list. Yeah. Which was weird. And it just, it, it was not a great, it was not a great outing for me. Yeah. Tough tournament for Prime. Yeah. yeah. So you go ahead, Dave. All right. I, um, I think I did the best out of the three or the four of us. Um, I had, uh, yes. uh, I ran the, 
double fat with Tarkin. Um, and uh, it went it went pretty well. I mean, the spats definitely do some work. Um, so I, I don't want to go through all my first game. I played against a bunch of Y wings with a Venator. Um, and I kind of kited and he came and it was, a, it was a real long, slow game. And I eventually got his Venator. He got one of mine. I think I won the seven or eight. Um, I also got a good portion of the squads. Um, well, so I, I, with my list, it was it was uh, double spats, Venator twos. And then I had a pretty good squadron ball. I think it was three uh, Torrents, uh, Ahsoka, Luminara, and um, Plo. And uh, it went pretty well then. So the first game I beat, I think I won like a seven. Then I played you, Alpha, right? I, did you already go over? Didn't we play? Yeah, yeah. You already um, you, you unfortunately, I already went over it. Okay, so that's what <laughs> happened there. Um, and then uh, my third game... I lost. I can't remember who I played or what it was. Um, and then I was, I figured I needed one more tournament point to make the cut. I, I think I lost an 8-3. Um, and I was right. But then somebody dropped out. So I slid into Cougar spot and uh, made the cut. And um, so, so this is your second asterisk in high level. Yep. Armada tournament That's play. Correct. Yeah, the Armada <laughs> gods. <laughs> uh, it is correct. But, uh, yeah, and then in the, the bigger tournament, I did very poorly. Uh, the first guy I played, almost all the lists, were they were all bad matchups for me. It was like, I played two Akbar or like MSUs, which are really bad when you have two ships. And we're relying on the spats. It's just like too difficult to be able to line up shots with two activations. And, you know, you have to choose what arc it's going to be in. So it's, it was just very easy for them to not take very many shots. That's why uh, you need a third spat. Got to, you, sh you should have tripled. I should have tripled. <laughs> um, and, uh, yeah. And then, you know, they had Akbar, which is really good against my thermal shield. So yep. um, that went poorly. And then um, after the cut, um, yeah, those, those were the first two games. And the last game I played, uh, Ryan Becker as well. And I just played like really bad. We were both kind of just like, well, neither of us can win. Let's just like have a good time and like dive at each other, which we did. And it went poorly for me. I mean, I, I, I forgot like three shots to just even take. And I would have gotten at least one of his ships and it would have been probably a lot closer, but I think I lost a seven four. Did uh, you OD on performance enhancing drugs in that game or? I did. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Is that that game you played at like midnight my performance too? to the point where it no longer enhanced? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you you crossed that threshold. I crossed the threshold. I went yeah. too far. <laughs> but I had a good time. And I wasn't going to win anyway. Like, so at that point. So who yeah. won that tournament then? Does anybody know? No. I kind of stopped paying attention to it after my second game. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, Somebody want to look that up real quick? Because I, I could talk about – so I did the B pool. So they decided to do a B pool, and I joined that. Um, I only played, like, one of my games. I bailed on the other two. It was just scheduling conflicts and other things came up. One game we got halfway through. I had to save it, go do something else. We never finished. Um, so – but I will – I'll give a shout-out. The guy I played in B pool round one was a guy uh, named, by the name of Robert from Houston. And I'll give Robert this, like, 
he was uh, going through chemotherapy for testicular cancer while we were playing. Like he was in the hospital wow. uh, doing his oh, chemo shit. while we were playing. So props to Robert for uh, really sticking with it and <laughs> making it happen. He was like playing on his like, he like he was like paired to his phone or something and playing on his iPad or, or not iPad, but like laptop or some shit while we were doing it. Um, so shout out to Robert. Uh, good dude. Uh, he said he's going to be, he should be fine. So he should get through the, uh, the nut cancer thing. That's good. And um, I'll give yeah. him a shout out. He's got a shop. Um, it's called Imperial star dot shop. And he's making game mats for Armada. Um, I went and checked it out yesterday. And it's really cool. As far as I can tell, he only has the one up there, but it's like Coruscant. And it looks like, the planet like above the planet when they you know in the third movie the battle oh, they yeah. have above the planet so it yeah. kind of looks like that it looks like it looks really cool so check out imperial star dot shop and uh get a map from robert so but that's uh, the only game i played i totally i like bailed on my other stuff. i played some like really cool guys i played uh um you know ryan becker is a cool guy fan of the show mm-hmm. uh, i played uh, a guy named angry ewok who was uh really cool um Super cool, actually. Um, and uh, then I played LPV from Australia. Um, in fact, I just played him again last week in our uh, team tournament. That's right. Yeah. Um, you know, he was cool the second time, too. Um, but yeah, it was uh, a good, uh, I, I really enjoyed it. I definitely would, you know, enjoy doing these, these big TTS tournaments. I think it's fun. Yeah, for sure. All right, so, so did somebody find the winner of the May the 4th tournament? Yeah, so it looks like it's Montana Hunter. Um, I saw somebody say that it looks like there's games left, but as of right now, at least, Montana Hunter is in the lead. And What is he got, running? Um, he's got it's, – it's the standard Starhawk plus 134 of squadrons type list with two transports. Hey, I know that list. Yeah. So. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, not not worth a deep dive. I think we we've, we've talked about this one. So yeah, I mean I've yeah. I, I've ran that before. I've talked about it before. So yeah, there you go. The go Starhawk is one of the guys I think I played in the first round of after the cut. Oh okay. Um, so gatekeeper. Yeah, you guys go ahead and talk about your gatekeeper tournament, and then we'll talk about the team tournament. All right. Yeah. Uh, go ahead, Matt. Oh, let's see. I wasn't there. It's all you guys. <laughs> Go ahead, Funny Brian. Uh, so I ran double onager. I've got two onagers, Demo, Corvus, and uh, Valenciana. Five-point bid. Uh, let's see. <clears throat> I play... So I'll, I will say this. Round. You're mainly running it because that's your list for the team tournament, right? Yeah, I'm running the exact same list in the team tournament. Yeah. Yeah. So he was getting reps in with his list, like Alpha was supposed to do, but he's a because I was he's, a, he's he's a little he's a little fucker. He's got to do special stuff, so he just ran something that he has nothing to do with the team tournament. Well, well, Dane did the same thing I did, so don't be singling me out now. Yeah, oh, I, that's I true. figured Dane ran his tournament list. I didn't know that. Yeah. No, I didn't. Both of you. No, I needed, Prime, uh, Prime's the only team player here, apparently. Yeah, I needed. I needed. Well, you, well, you didn't even show up, Bill. So, listen, 
<laughs> I, I don't need to show up to show up. Besides, I'm running. I'm running a list. I've ran like I don't know, twenty, thirty times now. So I'm good. <laughs> I feel like it's really easy to run. You just like point at enemy. Yep. Hey, no. Every rep is a good rep. That's true. You're right. Yeah. Anyway, sorry, Prime. Go ahead. Yeah, Team player, no, it Team was, player Prime. You're number one in my book, buddy. That's all I gotta say. I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, it I'll was. Stop interrupting. Yeah, the the onagers. I can I can see how people wore hair and say they're a problem because they're just you you can't do anything against them. Like as you're flying in, like first round, I played Tristan, ran double ISDs. Um, I took one of his ISDs down top of round three. Yeah. Just yeah, he had, I, I had I had two full rounds of shooting it with the onagers with black. You guys. know, the thing is, like, y- yes, I, I mean that's a bad matchup for him, no question. It was it was a like, careful, Dane. Careful what you're about to say about Tristan. I'm just, I know I'm not. Tristan's not a bad player. Tristan's a good player. I don't careful, think Dane. Block, he is a very good player. Watch it, Dane. <laughs> you better watch it. <laughs> Go ahead. I just don't don't think that double ISD is that good of a list against anything. Uh, I agree, I, Dane. I, I don't know. I I I I think I got something cooking with a double ISD list. We'll, we'll see what happens, do. but. Huh. But I bet it isn't two ISD twos. No, definitely not. That's but that's that's what he had. Oh uh, yeah, that's not. And that's why I'm saying like I don't think you can blame. Like I, I think he, you know, his list was just weak. Your yeah. list is weak. <laughs> <laughs> My list is not weak. <laughs> I mean, but the fact the I I chewed through the one, but it almost worked out for him because. While I was focused down on the one, the other one was able to close on me into the side and chewed through my Corvus and one of the uh, one of the onagers. And he see well, he he would have had a decent sh- he would have had a decent shot at maybe getting the second one. If, if if one of the rounds had gone a little bit differently, he I mean it was within it was it was possible for he where he could have gotten both the onagers in with flagship. See, they're not broken. There you go. We got one game's evidence. What, what more do we need? <laughs> yeah, Tristan that was, could do it. it. Anybody can do it, right? Aww. Right, Dane? Right, Dane? Come on now. <laughs> I, I'm just kidding, Tristan. Calm down. <laughs> Uh, and then I play, and then I ended up playing against um, Mike, and then James. Right? Yeah, that was yeah, James. I feel like this is like a painful experience for you, Prime. Like, <laughs> like just, just the just, way you're delivering this, like it. I just like I almost felt bad a little bit. Like I was just rolling so well and just deleting shit off the table, and there was no response to it. I was just. I was I was I was a little in awe, but I but then they, they got close awe, to me. Oh, you were you're like wow. I'm like <laughs> Prime's like oh my god I'm good. <laughs> no, my dice <laughs> were my dickest. Yeah. <laughs> wow. 
but 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 then they would close with me and my honor dues would just evaporate. Like like my biggest win of the day was a seven. I think I I think I had like two sixes and two sevens. Yeah, but you you won all your games, so that's pretty good. I yeah. mean that'll get you that'll get you somewhere in a tournament. I mean I, I tied I tied for third and Andre beat me on MLB. So that's how that's how I finished. Nice. Tight. We had twenty I had twenty eight tournament points. Yeah. All right. Someone said eight in there somewhere, but yeah. Like they, they were they were bloody. Which was which was fun. Well see, that's the best thing you can do. But it's uh like I I can definitely see where the hate comes from because it, it did feel dirty at times. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean I get we all I think we all get where the hate yeah. comes from. And I don't think it's totally unreasonable either. It's just I don't think it's but, but you but also at, didn't really get a big win. At at the same time, right. I don't feel it's busted because I wasn't I didn't pull like, you know, four eights out of my ass and like just, just destroy everybody without a without like taking a shot. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, uh you yeah. want to go next, Matt, or should I? Uh you can go next. All right. So I ran a Luminara Super Salvo list. It was a uh, Venator one with I'm not going to go through everything, but it had, you know, flat guns and DBY and IF, and then the two had Luminara and thermals. Um, and I had a projection experts Pelta, and then a, uh, like a, one of the chargers with like turbulence towers. Um, I'm not going to go through all my games individually. It was very like, it's a list that's like tough to deal with, but it's also tough to score a lot of points with also. Like, you need them to shoot at you to get most of your offense. And, you know, they can obviously just choose to stop doing that. Um, which I think brings up something about the Andre or the Benator in general. And that's that it's just not that great. Like, I, mean, I don't want to say it's not that great. That's not the right way to say it. It's not, like, it's not a Star Destroyer. It's not an Imperial Star Destroyer. It's, it doesn't hit that hard. You know, you got to get real close to get all six of those dice. and you know, it's good, and it's a really great, like, support, you know, flagship type shit. Um, I don't know what a good analogy for it would be. I mean, like, it's almost like a big boy assault frigate. Uh, it's a, a a Vic on steroids? Well, it's better than a Vic. It's, because it's a... Well, yeah, because, I mean, it's a Vic on steroids, but it's still, at the end of the day, you know, it's only, you know, a couple defense tokens and, you know, eight hull. Yeah. Um, I mean, it has the same front arc as a as a Vic. Well, the one does, yeah. The one, yeah. I think uh, in general, one one of the big takeaways from this wave is that, like, I think that we've all kind of underestimated how good the double redirect is. Yeah. Because these, these wave eleven larges are a lot more fragile with the single redirect. With the exception of tranquility. Yes. Yes. Because tranquility, tranquility upgrade, which for those of you who don't know, it's. It's written very similar to Luminara. When you spend fewer than two defense tokens, you can move up to two shields from any hull zone to the defending hull zone. Um, what I find that this means in practice is that you don't even need a redirect. So, like, if you have Tranquility, you should almost for sure take Expert Shield Text because you don't need to actually ever redirect. Yeah. 
Yeah, because how often are you actually spending more than two defense tokens? Well, a lot. Well, it's not more than two. It's well, fewer well, how, than two. It could be, yeah, one. because how, how many times do you spend more than two defense tokens? Like, hardly ever. Right. So it's well, going to proc you, you all the time. You only spend one for it to trigger. That's why I'm yeah. stopping you. Because if you, if you spend two, it doesn't work. Oh, okay. Fewer than two. Okay. So you can only spend one or zero. Um, but still, I mean, it, you know, with squadrons, that means that squadrons now have to take down all of your shields before they can put damage on your hull. Basically all of the time. Um, which is great, obviously. So that's why I think expert shield text is a really, really good choice. Um, one thing we, we learned from, from Luke um, is that flak guns, so flak guns changes your flak to, to, to black dice only. In the case of the Venator 2, it goes from blue-black to black-black. Um, but that doesn't work when you sell them. Correct. And we played uh, that wrong in our game, right, Dane? Yeah, we definitely played that wrong. And it made a big yeah. difference because I was able to... Uh, well, in our game on TTS, you mean? No, at, gate, at Gatekeeper. Oh, yeah, yeah. At gatekeeper. It made a huge difference. Yeah. Yeah, when you salvo, you have to use the printed dice that's on the card. Flat guns doesn't change it. You guys still there? Yeah, yeah I'm here. Yeah. Jane, did we lose you? Yeah, no, my. Yeah, he's fading out again. He's fading out again. <laughs> Man, Zoom is awesome. I love using Zoom. This works out so good every time. Well, I don't think it's Zoom. I think it's our rigs. I, th I think we're not set up for this properly. And we never will be. <laughs> yeah, just like turn off the speakerphone. I, mean, I guess if I just hold it to my ear, that'll probably work. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we can hear you. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It just like changed in the middle of the call to like turn the speakerphone off and it like oh. no turn it back on. Yeah, because someone tried to Facebook message our group because I got the same thing too. Oh. Okay. I wanted to, uh, yeah. Well, whatever. This is fine. Invading your life. Anyway, how did your tournament go, Dane? Oh yeah. Um, so <laughs> gatekeeper. Um, I mean, it was it was fine. I, I think the, uh, you know, the first game I think was against you. Um, and then no, I, I think we played in the third round. We played in the third round. Oh yeah, yeah. we did four rounds. That's right. So I, I'm trying to remember all my games. I don't remember who I played in the first round. I played Ian in the second round. Um, oh, I played Andre in the first round. He had uh, a bunch of arcs. And uh, I, we, I, I played it wrong there, too, because uh, I didn't find out until I played Luke in round four. Um, and he had, he had a bunch of uh, a bunch of arcs, and, you know, they, they put a lot of damage on. But I was able to, like, really burn them down with salvos. Um, and in that game, I just... I wasn't even using expert shield text. I was just salvoing and then refreshing the salvo and then salvoing and refreshing the salvo. And then I flacked and then I had ordnance pods on both of my ships as well. And it really added up. Um, I was able to bring down most of his, uh, mo most of his arcs, even though I didn't have any squads. So nice. uh, that ended up being, uh, he did bring down one Venator, but I got his Venator. So I ended up winning, I think, an eight, maybe a seven. Um, and uh, then, oh, no, I think it was a six, actually. Then I played Ian. He just kind of drove at me with his uh, Martook list. 
and just kept shooting me and I kept salvoing him and I eventually tabled him. Although one of the ships, he, he, he made a couple of mistakes. He got the Providence behind his recusant and then it hit it like two times, which also oh. kept it at long range and obstructed. So he was throwing one red at me, which I was then salvoing, um, <laughs> you know, for like three dice. Uh, well, two dice at least. Um, and uh, so that didn't go real well for him. Um, and then he ended up flying one of his ships out of the, off the board on purpose out of frustration because he's like, I don't deserve to have anything left. good job Ian <laughs> so there was the one hard sell that would have gotten away but didn't because he chose it didn't <laughs> it, got um, what it, it got what it deserved <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's great um, and uh, so that was that was a 10 um, and then I played Matt um in that game you ran your uh it was my uh recusant light destroyer or, or the support destroyer with trench oh, yeah. and then i had the two hard cells and five hyenas grievous dis black arfak a generic right. and a, or a generic tri-fighter <laughs> and a and a vulture so and with our cheating way of using salvo i was able to burn your uh, fighters down super fast yep um they died almost instantly um like they came in hit and then died um and uh i think i did did who won that game did you i did yeah, yeah i think it was, it was a, close either way, it was a but... six five because i took down your venator and you took a bunch of squadrons mm -hmm. so my last game was against luke <laughs> um he had a bunch of arcs as well um then i played salvo properly that time um and he just like just put so much damage on me with those arcs um and my ship just melted and then they, that was kind of the end of it and he <laughs> was able to get all of the uh what's it called i i, I killed two acclimators but he was able to get all six contested outpost tokens and uh, that obviously was a big swing. So I lost that one. I think it was eight. Um, and uh, so it was okay. Um, I think the problem with the Luminara list is that it's difficult to get big wins with. I mean, I did get one, but somebody has to give it to you to get a big win, which isn't going to happen in high-level play. Yeah, so then I, I just talked about my list. First game was against Luke, who... Um, he deployed his Venator off to one side. So I just kind of swung Patriot Fist around to the, that side. And um, I kind of chewed up his squadrons and his Venator at the same time, uh, beat all of his squadrons, took out his Venator. I think I got one more of his ship too. I think I got nine out of that game. And then I played Mitch, who was a newer player. Um, that was a 10. Um, it was tabling and then I got Dane. We talked about that game. And in my last game, I played Andre. Um, don't remember exactly what happened in that game, but it was a close one. I think it was another six. Um, so I ended up with four wins tied for MO or tied for tournament points for, for, um, with the winner, but I lost on MOV to Luke who I smashed in the first round and got the buy the next round and actually won the tournament by winning two games. So that was cool. 
<laughs> I'm not salty at all. I, I so I I'm a big fan of Armada's tournament system because I believe that like not all wins are equal, and I like that the system takes that into account. But just the way this unfolded with um you know the the, the buy and all that, it's it's uh you know not not the best, but it's not a high level tournament, so I don't really give a shit. Well, wait. When he said two wins, were you counting the buy? No. Oh, uh, see, I feel like that kind of counts as a win. I mean, I know it doesn't, but like, he also only lost once. Right, but th- that's that's an eight that he didn't earn, right? Sure. Like, yeah, but he didn't get to play a game. That's, that's yeah, big. Is that his fault? Well, yeah, because he lost so bad to me, I guess. So. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if, if it had gone to the second tiebreaker, you would have smoked him on the well, schedule because you didn't have a buy in because you would have had a buy. That's one less game you wouldn't have had played. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. I, I've played a lot of tournaments, and this is like one of the first times I've seen this happen. I, I've seen people talk about it online. I don't think it's a huge concern. Like, And whatever. it doesn't really have – I mean, like in four rounds, almost always gets rid of it. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, I, which is why I don't think we ever see it. Yeah, th- this was just kind of a weird thing that happened. Yeah. Yeah, it was oh, kind of weird. The the first round and the third round, like I think almost everybody got really quick, really close games. Yes, yeah. because yeah, the first round everyone the, like the highest score was an eight. Everyone else had like sixes. There were like maybe one seven, and then second round there were three ten games. Ten, yeah, three ten to one games to like balance it out. Yeah, it was kind of a weird way it worked out, but yeah, whatever. Yeah, the scoring was way off. But... I had a good time. Yeah, yeah, I did too. All right, let's, let's talk about the team tournament real quick because I got to go smash Luke again. In <laughs> I just want to say before we start, whoever thought win. that <laughs> whoever thought that times giving a time zone a half an hour was a good idea was retarded. I get it from like a, a logistic standpoint. Like it's Australia isn't big enough to have three time zones, but it's like too big to have two. Well, but, but just have two then. Yeah, but who the fuck needs a half hour time? It just means I was. Who even back. makes these decisions? I don't like, know. I know it's it's odd. <laughs> I, I didn't I even know that existed. With... Like when you said that, I was like, "Wait, what?" Yeah, yeah, I I, did, I actually didn't know it either. <laughs> my my opponent in Adelaide. Adelaide is fourteen and a half hours ahead of Detroit. Uh, uh, which made matchmaking real fun. Yeah. Yeah, fortunately, the uh, guy, Australian guy, I played LTD uh, both times. Um, they're 14 hours ahead. Um, but he was available like in morning, so I could play him in the morning the next day and me at night. Yeah, that's how my game I normally works, would. Yeah. Well, you guys are like time travelers or something. I know. Yeah. <laughs> like I was playing him on Monday, but it was Tuesday for him. <laughs> so let's, let's just go through our list real quick, like what everybody's running. So. Yeah. I'm running a Starhawk. We we decided beforehand, we're like, let's run powerless. <laughs> so we're like, we got to make sure we have double onager, Starhawk, uh, max squad, like arc we deal. Also, so. We also decided we had to run one of these factions. Yeah. Yeah. So we we, uh, we did that. So I'm running a Starhawk. Um, I got like Starhawk, four, four Z75s, um, two uh, shield shunting uh, CR90s. And my Starhawk has plat guns and PDIC on it. So 
I don't, I mean, I'm trying really hard. I, I'm going to be interested to see if I ever lose this thing. Good luck getting anybody to attack that. Well, my first round, uh, he attacked it and I tabled him. So Yeah, but that's oh. what happens when you start trying to kill him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that was that. Yeah. So the first round, I uh, the guy I played, he was he was super cool. I can't remember his name off the top of my head. I, I got to go back and look. But a uh, great guy. He, uh, so, uh, he was a fan of the show. Um, while while you guys are going through yours, I'll go back and look it up and see what see who it was I played. I, I don't recall. Um, so that was our first round. That's the list I'm running. Uh, you guys go through yours. So I'll go next. Um, yeah, go ahead. I, I got a Republic list. Basically, it's Ularin with uh, a Venet or two a Pelta and a C70 charger. I've got Ularn on the C70. So uh, that, that is what it is. And basically it's, it's the, it's the Venator two kitted out to push eight squadrons with flight controllers. And the eight squadrons are seven arcs and Anakin. So um, it's, it's interesting. It's slow. Um, in, in my first game, I played <laughs> against uh, a Starhawk a an mc80 and um i think he just had a transport and a couple of z95s and um I, I had a hard time figuring out how to go at this list because i was concerned that he was going to position his starhawk between me and the mc80 um yeah, we had all sorts of conversations about this. And, and, and yeah, like, we did. Yeah. My, my arcs were just going to have a problem getting around the Starhawk if he did that. But thankfully, what he did was he set this MC-80 up to cruise behind the Starhawk and then go along the short edge of the board. And I saw that coming. So I was eight, and since I had him out deployed by a lot, I met, set up my Venator to just cruise over and meet him over there with the MC-80. And I, I figure worst case scenario, I'll trade the Venator for the MC-80 and be done with it. Um, and my arcs just got over there, chewed up the MC-80, and that was basically it. Um, there, there were some interesting moments in the game because he, he had some questionable usage of his Magnite tractors. <laughs> he uh, saved you from running yourself off the tables when he did. I, so <laughs> one, one of the things one of the things we had talked about was under no circumstances should I get double arc because if my Venator gets double arc by Starhawk, it's gonna be fucked. Well, yeah. And so so I'm sitting yeah. here thinking, okay, never get double arc. I gotta go up to speed three to avoid the double arc. And at this point, this this was after the gatekeeper tournament, so like my brain was fried. And, and yeah, I'm like not, immediately after, but I, 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 I'm not thinking about like the Venator's speed three nav chart, which is not good. <laughs> You're just thinking, oh, that's my SP, and I always have Yeah, yeah, like exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, I, I did not have Jerry, and I was set up to go clear off the board, like Oops. no, no question about it. But he went first with his Starhawk the next round, and we were playing superior positions. And I think he was kind of fixated on, I got to get me some superior positions tokens. I got to keep this Venator from flying away. So he slowed me down to speed one and saved oh. my ass from flying off the board, <laughs> which, which I was definitely going to do with, with this Venator. <laughs> so, <laughs> wow. So... 
Uh, I ended up real pissed when he hears this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) He's gonna be like, "I did what?" (laughs) He's gonna gonna spend like five minutes going through it over his head. So, so I got a six-five that I definitely didn't deserve. But uh... (laughs) us, uh, uh, us at Team RJ will take it though. So yeah, yeah, I'll I'll, I'll take it. It's fine. (laughs) All right, Dan, go ahead. All right, so I, uh, I I've kind of talked about my list a little bit here. I ran a TF list with uh, a Patriot Fist. Already, we already talked about how I built it out. Uh, and then three hard cells with slave turrets and B2 rocket droids. Is it rocket droids? Something like that. So um, I think they're rocket troopers. I think they're called rocket okay. troopers. B2 rocket troopers then. Sure. Um, and then five tri-fighters. <sighs> uh, kind of a simple list. Um but uh, it really worked out well. I played against uh, LTD, who was running a list similar to the one he ran. Um, this time he had Riken, I think it was a Transport, uh, Yavaris, and then two um, CR90As. Um, and uh, he kind of was playing, you know, real cagey. And I think this is what I'm going to see a lot with this list: is people not wanting to get into medium range. Um, right. to take those TF dice. Um, I, you know, I was able to, you know, deploy kind of just across the board with the, the Patriot fist on one flank and kind of swung that in the plan just right from the beginning was this is going to go get you Um, and then run away, which is exactly what it did. Um, and then he was, you know, he kind of dove in a little bit with his fighters. He had, I believe it was four or five X wings, bigs, Jan, um that might have been it um it was a lot of x-wings he had almost full fighters maybe there was shara and taiko in there as well um and i think maybe han i think han was in there um and uh, so he kind of came in and with his fighters and i engaged them with mine and um i just i didn't actually shoot at a ship with any of my hard cells i just shot at squadrons every round and I was able to bring down most of his fighters. And then uh, Patriot Fist was able to put a huge hit on Yavaris. It got away just barely. Um, I think it had like nine damage, two accuracies. Um, and it was able to evade one of them and run away with one health. Um, but then the next round, you know, he ran away again, got to long range, but I was able to kill him pretty easily. Um, actually he didn't get to long range because I remember I put a repair raid on him because I didn't want him repairing. Um, but he died, so I didn't need it. And that was basically the game. It was uh, reasonably, it was a pretty quick game actually, but, uh, and we kind of called it there. There wasn't really much left to, to play, <laughs> but it went well. I think it was, uh, I think it was a seven, maybe an eight. I don't remember exactly. All right, Prime. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I played uh, played uh, Anthony. So my, my list was the same as before. I was two onagers, demo, Corvus, and uh, Valen Sienna. Uh, I played a he had a double Venator list with a Consular. Um, so he. Uh, 
he had his, he has mercy mission in his list, so he he threw that, sent that to the counselor, had the counselor just kind of fly up to the side. Uh, demo went and hunted it down. We kind of I deployed poorly, and he was able to really get around on the side of my onagers. I was able to take down one of his monitors, but he ended up getting both of the onagers. Demo did his job and got the Mercy Mission ship, though. Nice. So I ended up, I lost. Good fucking thing. Yeah. Like, just just the threat of him was able to, like, he, he wouldn't have gotten into the deployment zone, but I, the kill was nice because you get 20 points for killing it. Yeah, plus whatever it costs. Yep. Yeah, on top of, yeah, it's base cost. Um, so I ended up losing a uh, 6-5 in that. Not too bad. No. No. So that those are our games. Um, that got us to a pretty good start to the tournament. I think we ended yeah. up in third, I think. We're in third I right now, so. or were, or something I like that. I think we dropped to fourth. Uh, somebody passed oh, we? But yeah, we're yeah, still we up were, there. We were third or fourth. I think, yeah, I think you're right. Think we did we're we're within a few points of the lead, so we're right up there. Yeah. yeah. After first just... round, we're in a good position. Yeah. Yeah. So we're, we're in a good position. It's three rounds. Um it's a cool concept. Uh, shout out to, I think Ryan had a hand, Ryan Becker. He, he had a hand in this. I know that. And then like one of the Italian guys that runs, uh, that ran like that, uh, that one Italian tournament I went in to, yeah. I think his, his name is like Arturo or whatever. I, I've played the guy before. Nice guy. I, I think he's one of the head organizers as well. So uh, shout out to those guys. This, this is a cool concept. Uh, me personally, I've never done like, well, not that's not totally true. I did play in the team tournament back in the day, uh, like at Worlds and stuff. But that's like you're you're just with one other guy. You only play two games. And really, they're just uh, yeah. throwing you a bone. It's just a way to win extra shit and play extra games. Like it's, you're not really playing for anything. Yeah. Um, but this is the first time you had like a team of four. It, it feels like a team. It, it feels it, like it a feels team like tournament. the no shit. No shit, right? Because it is a team tournament, but it actually feels yeah, like yeah. One. it's kind of yeah. This this ITC thing, we're we're calling it ITC. I think it's a forty k thing, and and I think it started by a bunch of nerds flying in from all over the world to somewhere in Europe to like all throw down on behalf of their country. So I think I think that's how it kind of got started. And X Wing picked it up a few years ago. So I think this is the first time we've seen the format in Armada, and it's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah, it's it's working out pretty cool oh, so yeah. far. So like, you got team captains. Oh, by the way, uh, shout out Josiah is the fifth member because uh, you're supposed to have like an auxiliary member essentially to cover for somebody that can't play. So Josiah is our fifth member, and essentially what he does is whoever can't play that week, he picks up their list and just plays it. Yeah. So, and I know he's got a cover for Alpha here. When uh, third round, so. third round. So he'll be he'll yep. be playing for us. He'll be helping us out. Um, yep. So every team has that. And like you meet up with the team captains. I've done our matchups the first two rounds where you nominate a champion and then they nominate two people to challenge the champion. And then you, your team chooses who your champion plays of those two. And then that guy plays your reserve. It, it, it gets a little convoluted at that point. I, I still have a hard time understanding it, but either way, it's cool. It's a really interesting concept. Um, it's been a lot of fun so far. So like, yeah. yeah. Again, big shout out to these guys for uh, putting this on. It's, it's it's really neat. And if you guys are hearing this, you're like, oh, that sounds dope. I want to get in on it. Uh, first off, you're too fucking late. You can't do that now. <laughs> but maybe when they if they run this, I'm assuming this is going to become an annual thing or 
biannual who knows i don't know yeah uh, i would highly recommend it it's pretty cool so far yeah and check out our discord if you're looking for a, a team to put together there's a, a lot of guys that play armada in there yeah we yeah we got people like showing up in our discord even though we don't really use it for anything. we should really <laughs> use it more but we probably should i don't know we use facebook yeah. messenger primarily by the way pan, pan, did you get did you guys see the panda express like, <laughs> yeah. So we're we're uh, we are now sponsored by Panda Express, pretty huge chain of uh, Chinese food that's here in the United States. So um, I'm all I, about I, it. I love fucking Panda Express, dude. I don't give a shit how, how much MSG is in there. I'll fucking wolf it down. Yeah, especially going to be a sponsor. Pretty good. Oh, yeah. yeah. Fuck yeah. Come on, pour it, inject it in my veins. I don't care. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. I'm on the Panda Express train. ORJ Panda Express. Let's go, baby. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> I can't wait to sell out. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dude, I'll sell out so fucking hard. I'll get a Panda Express tattoo. I don't give a fuck. Let's go. Yeah, no, <laughs> you imagine that somebody with a fucking Panda Express tattoo? <laughs> like that'd be that'd be special, right there. That's like that fucking guy who got the McDonald's tattoo on his forehead. What? Yeah, some dude he he, he tattooed. Or no, he he got he got he got his McDonald's receipt tattooed on him because the tattoo artist said he'd do it for free. Doesn't wow. seem like a good enough reason. No, so, that so, he, he, so he's got his like he's got his like his quarter pounder with a sprite, and you know you know Maggie who cashiered for him tattooed uh-huh. on his arm forever now. <laughs> That's pretty great. Good for him. There was that. Uh... There was that, that like online casino that was like paying people to tattoo their logos on them for like a certain amount of time. It was like Golden Palace or something. I remember hearing about it on the radio a few years ago. No shit. Um, wow. And they were paying all these people that just like, and it was just all about publicity stunt, obviously. But like, sure. you know, so people would talk about it on talk radio, I assume. <laughs> right. right. But, you know, it seems like, a, I don't know. Those yes, people Panda did Express. That. We'll, we'll do something similar. We yeah. There's no shame over here. We're, we can nope. be bought. We can be very yeah. easily purchased. Yep. <laughs> All right. So did we go through everything? Yeah. I think so. Unless we want to do anyway. the current hole, but I think we're going to skip that one. No, nah, yeah, we're going to gotta run. I got to go, uh, go fulfill. Yeah, I'm ready to go. I kind of want to watch Loki. <laughs> oh, that show? I haven't started yeah. watching that yet. Is it good? It's good. Yeah, it's been really good. Uh, maybe I'll check it out. Actually, I might, I might try to watch Alpha's game for a little while. Yeah, I think I might do that too. Are you streaming it, Alpha? Yeah, I'll be streaming it. Oh, maybe I'll, uh, I'll pop it on then. I'll stream it on Discord. Stream it on Discord. Yeah, that's yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. Put put an announcement in the uh, in our Discord. Yeah, I'll do that right now. That's a good idea. Righteous. All right. From all of us to all of you, thanks for listening, dear listener. You're all yeah, very special. It. You're all very special in our black little hearts. And uh, we will see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye. To everyone else in the States celebrating the 4th, any of our brothers to the north in Canada with Canada Day, or anyone else who celebrates overthrowing the British or British control, have a good weekend. Along with Captain Goodwin, and there we saw the men and boys. As they 
Only a nation louder. Thank 